following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? And welcome back to Gorilla Radio Live, episode 18. 18. I'm K-Mac. And I'm Adult Neil. Adult Neil. Now, this is an interesting topic you've brought up because it is our being 18, officially it's, an it's, adult it's in Australia. It's officially an adult. It's, it's legal. What would I tell you if... Oh, no, what would I tell you? How would you feel if I told you that, according to the latest psychologist, that... 18 and scientists, and 18 is not an adulthood. That young adulthood actually doesn't come in until you're 20. Culturally, it is. Yeah, but I would totally believe that because I've met 18 year olds and they're fucking idiots. Yeah. So it adds up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that it's always the generation older when you always looks down on the younger ones? Yeah, you fucking idiots. I wasn't an idiot that age. But I, I, no, I know I was an idiot. I, when I talk to a 20-year-old and you're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And you're like, wait, they're 20. I was exactly the same. Yeah. It, that's, that's just people's pro- inability to admit. That they were idiots. That every point in your life, five years ago, you're like, ah, I was a fucking idiot. I think yeah. we're just, we're idiots. But, you know, being 18 and going, now you're legally an adult, does not make you an adult. No. No. Not in the does. slightest. I think it's just a number now. It's just a legal number. And yeah. to be honest, our culture in Australia, we were drinking before 18. Oh, yeah. That's like America's extended theirs to 21. and Which just doesn't work. It just makes, you know. They get access to it before that. That's it. Like anyone can really get whatever the fuck, whatever they're after if they try. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, let's kick this off. We're going to talk about adulthood. Dance break. Can you feel that? about to get bumpy. What do you think makes an adult? There's mm, many, many things that make an adult. Do you remember heading towards 18 and thinking, I'm going to be an adult and I can legally do what? The thing is, I was already illegally doing most of the things you could do as an adult. Yeah. So, I don't know, for me, 18, 18 was, for me, 18 was weird because it was right like two weeks before I finished high school, I turned 18. So, for me, there was also that milestone of I'm, I'm high school's uh, done. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, it was yeah. a whole package of... Yeah, you get turn eighteen. No longer in high school. Gonna get a job. Gonna get an apartment and a J-O-B. dog. And I'm gonna strut my stuff. And then I get yeah. a job at like fucking fast food. Yeah, but like the the main thing was that when a bouncer checked your ID, he didn't turn you away afterwards. Like that was the main thing. Going out, sort of clubbing and being that social. Did you have the when at your prior to eighteen? Yep. 
did you have because I know now it's mandatory you've got to show ID or you've got to they run it through machines and different clubs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the full. Have you always had that? Being checked for ID. Yeah, as yeah, in I yeah. I look well cuz the law well the lot yeah, there's a law. If you look under 25, like that's the the okay. standard. So at 18, I don't look under 25 and I'm not an attractive female. Yes. Because that's yes. like the other thing is like Can't if you sort of push your boobs together. Yeah, that's it. If you can pull that move, then yeah. no one's looking at your ID. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I've been ID'd. I don't get ID'd anymore, but probably up until a few years ago, yeah. Did you remember at 18 going, I hope he IDs me. I hope he asks me for ID because it's like, yeah. Here's my ID. No, I acted really cool like, I'm sick of this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Inside, I was totally fangirling the idea that he's like, and especially when they got scrutinous of it. Yeah. And they looked at it and they like, they didn't just do the, yep, that's you. Like they fool. Oh, okay. He he hit hit it with his flashlight or something. No, no. It's it's legit to quit, bro. Let me in. And then- but I was always like, oh, I'm sick of this. Aren't you sick of this? Like, oh, I'm so sick of this. And something like, I'm going to check my ID. You're an adult. Did, did you have the uh, photo ID prior to being 18? Like the ID yeah, card? Yeah, because it was, I got my learners when I was 16. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and yep. that was, you know, pretty, I'm pretty sure pretty much everyone would have had some form of license. Unless you, unless you didn't, then people get, most people wouldn't bother getting an ID card because you just go for your learners test. But so wasn't, wasn't there an ID card for people that didn't have licenses? Yeah, and you can still get them now. Least, yeah, okay. You can still, okay. if you don't have a license, you just get a proof, it's proof of age card, I think That's they call right. it. Okay. You can, there was also the dodgy, uh, not dodgy, but like the, the you'd see them in line at the club, he's foreign and he's showing his passport. Nice. To get let in. It's just like, dude. Yeah. Fucking passport, really? Yeah. Well, Show your birth certificate while you're at it. Yeah, but that's, hey, that's, babe, that's what I have to do. Yeah, well, and, and the passport is obviously the best proof of who you are, but it's just weird. Like, everyone's like, here's my card, here's my card, here's my little book. Yeah. <laughs> There's a picture, and, these are, and here's all the countries I've been uh, to. Check out the stamps where I've been. Oh, that's a weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think most people either had their L's or P's. Maybe if you were really, oh, actually, I don't know. Maybe you've got to be 19 to get... Yeah, you can't get your full license before 18 or, or at 18. So if you were advanced, you had your green peas. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to hit you with something weird now. I, so I've never had the division of green peas, red peas, right? You, no. in my day, <laughs> this is even funnier, without putting a number on it, my first license was a paper license. Yeah, I've never had that. And you just fold it up and you stuck it in the back of your wallet and then you pull it out and the police officer or See, that's not as cool. No. And so the police officer, it. can you get your license? So you'd unfold it. Yeah. And, uh, and then you go, what's your birth date? Because there's no photo. Oh, on. there was no. Fo- See, I've had that on an interim license yeah. when, when I renewed my license or even when I think I got it because they don't print them in the RTA or whatever the fuck they're called. They don't print yeah. them there. They send them out. So I had a piece of paper license for a bit. Yeah, but yeah. how do you? You could just be anyone, and that's that was your that was your nightclub. So you would get your older brothers or your friends or like your friends' older brothers' ID. Yeah, and then you'd go out and they go, "Oh, okay, Mister Jackson." And uh, what month are you born? You go February. 
And it's just so you, you were rehearsed. <laughs> you knew it. Like no one knows their birthday that yeah. quickly. Like yeah. uh, the 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 day of five. Yeah, I don't know. It was that rehearsed. And people, and people they didn't care. Working in bars and that, people still they're trying to still try it on. Yeah. And it's like their older brother. It's like you're 18, he's 26. Like, dude, yeah, no, yeah. that's not you. And you just uh, and they don't even rehearse. They're just like, here's my ID, and it's like, yeah. what's your middle name? And they're like, ah, uh, yeah, Middleton. Yeah, but they don't. They're not ready. Yeah, that's true too. Middle names. Yeah, and that's what that's what he said. So you had to know. Actually, my sister got caught with a fake ID when they brought in the photos. Yeah. I have to ask her the story. But, yeah, she had – and I think she was like 17. Like it was, she wasn't that far, 16, 17. Yeah. And she had a, a fake and they got caught with a fake and they rang the, my parents and <laughs> she – yeah. And my sister's so not that dude. Like she's yeah. not the, the, the lawbreaker. She's, she's the, 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 the goody two-shoes. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was eight, so I was 17 and I was 18 at midnight. Yeah. And I went to the pub and showed him my ID. He goes, nah. Oh, fuck off. I'm like, dude, it's, and this was like 11.30. Yeah. And he's like, no. Yeah, no, he's just. So we went and sat in a car for half an hour. And then I walked back at midnight and he's like, happy birthday, come in. Like, really, dude? What a Really? I'm sorry. Did you have to put it through a machine? No. They're only coming in more recently, I've seen. Oh, it's been years now. When, I've not, like when I went, used to go clubbing and all that, when I was 18, 19. Yeah. Hardly. Although I saw every single place I went to when I was in uh, Queensland in the valley, every single place had it. Yeah, like it was oh, that was heaps down a hundred percent mandatory. Yeah, yeah. It's and they ask you. It's it's almost like the club, the RSL club now. Yeah. And all they do is they they take a screenshot yeah. of it and they run it through and they give you a receipt and they give it back to you. I didn't and get a receipt for it. They just scanned it. I know these guys give the receipt like a oh. and the piece of paper with your license back to you. And it's on their database. Yeah. So if, if you fuck face up, recognition, yeah, you've got it, face recognition. And they go, they go on the cameras and go, "That was that dude." Yeah. Look what time you came in. Ban you. They scan it. Nope. Not yeah. happening. And yeah. I, and a lot of those, I, I know in Sydney, there's like always bouncers communicating, but I think a lot of those are actually connected to the other club systems. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you go and you hit someone with a glass here, and then go across the street, and they're like, "No." Yeah. Yeah. And and that's been going on for a while, where they ring them and go. Got a couple of troublemakers. This is what they look like. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but yeah. now I think they just go. Here's their ID. Yeah, that's it. Here's you know? here's their face. Yeah, and don't let that face in. Exactly. Yeah, I um, I never. That wasn't the case when I was out and about hitting a town, strutting my stuff. Out on the rantan. On the rantan. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, my mate used to say I've that all the time. Not heard that one. He used to say, "Come on, man, let's get out in the rantan. Out getting jiggy with it." No, that's a that's just like an old people's thing he used to say to get a laugh. The random. Okay, so I've got several articles to have a chat to you about about adulthood. So, yeah. so what do you think being an adult? What does that entitle you to? Because I can tell you, this weekend, as you're now aware, you're going to vote in your first state yeah. election in New South Wales. Yeah, although I should have been doing that. Uh, previously, that's all right. They track you down. Now. I'm, they they caught me, man. I'm yeah. on the system. I'm in their scope. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't. I, I like, like saying being an adult entitles you to something is. I don't believe in that. Like I don't believe many people are entitled to much they don't earn. So if you go, I'm an adult, you can't. Well, no, it's who you are. It's not how old you are. Yeah. Everyone deserves respect and that. Um. It's just really the main thing is it's a different crime to hit kids. 
Oh, okay. So if you're under <laughs> 18... As oh, you're under 18, it's like, you know, it's it's a different crime. Yeah. It's just assault. But then it's like assault on a minor. Oh, uh, okay. That's the main thing. Yeah. Is, is, is you can't bash kids as good. So, but now <laughs> you can hit um, them with your car. Can you? Apparently. Legally? Like, well, is this it, a thing? Have I missed this memo? I think it's... it's um. It's, it's possibly frowned upon. I'd vote that in. Yeah, um, it's possibly frowned upon. I was going to hit him with my fist, but that was assault and a minor, so I hit him with my car, and that's just vehicular. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that's it is. It. You're going you're to be smart. I don't know, like being an adult really doesn't – it's a weird term, and that's why, you know, as we were saying before, science is redefining the sort of brackets of adulthood. Yep. So you used to just – you're 18, you're an adult. Yeah. And, and you still are legally, but I don't know. Like, I don't trust an 18-year-old more than I would trust a 17-year-old. I think you're still a fucking idiot. Well, Seldom do you experience someone, you know, it's life experience that sort of builds people's ability to navigate situations. Yeah, you make good choices. Or bad choices. Yeah. But, you know, as soon as you turn 18, you're like, I'm an adult. It's like, I remember when I was 18, I still had friends with curfews. Fuck off, really. Because it was just instilled in them. Actually, They're like, yeah, I'm 18, right. but i got to be home by nine. It's like, but you're fucking 18. Yeah. I used to, I used to again, this mate, I, it's still, you can't give me the, the, the thought process about it, but but I'll give you the idea. Yeah. He, he was a smoker. We were all smokers yeah. then. Right? He's no longer a smoker. But um, he, and I, I don't, he used to sell me on this, and I'm, like I said, I'm not buying it. But he'd say, and at eighteen now, and I, I knew his parents from when I was a young teenager. Yeah, yeah. I'd known him for a long period of time, and I'd uh, say, so "I'm just going outside for a smoke." He come for a smoke. He's no, no. What are you talking about? No, shh. shh. Okay, <laughs> what? Your mum and dad know you smoke. Like your dad still smokes. No, no, no. I don't smoke around in front of my parents. I've had a friend like that. Okay, what do you mean? He goes, "No, no, no. I just don't smoke around them. It's out of respect." What? What do you mean respect? Was out of fear. I, I just don't smoke in front of him. You know what? If you're going to be respectful, don't fucking smoke. Yeah, well, I suppose that makes more sense. Like, like, and I never, I never. So in my world, but again, I came from a different childhood and a different yeah. upbringing. He, he, you know, he lived with his mum and dad for a long time, and and I didn't have that privilege. So it was I, I got my rules. I took on my own rules at age seven, and then had Is that a, when you started smoking. <laughs> no, it wasn't too for long after. That's probably about ten. Ooh. It was the first time I tried it, but and, and I wasn't a, a regular smoker. My dad was a yeah. smoker, yeah. and I used to just pinch a cigarette here and there and hang out with the boys and go, "Hey, check this." My dad smoked my whole bro. Fuck, lovely. Ugh. And I was like, "Yeah, no, this smoking. <laughs> this is this is fucking this is, good. This is for me." <laughs> yeah, but, right, but yeah. we used to like it, it was that I got that set of rules. Yeah, other people didn't, so I don't get the. Respect thing. I remember when I, when I was, I wouldn't have been too long, 18. But so I think two weeks out of high school, I got a job. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't have been long after that. Like, you know, I'd go to work, it was fast food. So maybe I finished at like two in the afternoon, who knows. Yeah. Then we'd go to a mate's place and, you know, we'd do whatever we wanted. We'd drink, we'd smoke, we'd um, have a billy, um, just yep. fuck around. Like, it didn't matter. Go for, go for a cruise, whatever. And I got home at like two in the morning. And the next day, my mum had a go at me. And she hadn't realised that I didn't have to be home. Yeah. She's like, you're going out really late and, you know, getting home at two in the morning. Like I had this, and I'm like, 
hold on. I'm 18. I have a job. I can do that if I want. And then she was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like it didn't even click for, for the parent to, yeah. to go, oh, you know, she still thought I was I was a kid. I, I fucking was. But still thought, thought I was, you know, it was like, like the mentality yeah, like of being, in school, in, being in school and it. it's like, no, I have a job and I'm earning $300 a week. Step back, bitch. Yeah. Like, did did you ever get the phrase, um, my house, my rules? Constantly. Yeah, it's a favourite. Constantly. As long as you're living under my roof. <laughs> I think everyone's heard The that. other one was, this isn't a hotel. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I cop that. I wasn't as bad. See, I'm the youngest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, my parents, tired of parenting. Yeah. They just sort of let, like, you know, they weren't like, yeah, smoke crack, who cares? But it was my middle brother. And my older brother caught that a lot more. Yeah. For me, I just sort of cruised. Like they, they just stayed in like they, the, the arguments and I just sort of walk out the door and yeah. go do whatever the fuck I wanted. So I often refer to the older's siblings as the icebreakers. Yep. They broke the rules. They broke the barriers. By the time it came around to you, it was more relaxed because they're like, oh, fuck, we've been through this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was the icebreaker. I was yep. the eldest. By the time my brother came about, my brother's considerably younger than me, is my stepfather's son. He had free reign. They were like, we're not only giving up, we're just going to give you whatever you want to shut you up. <laughs> my brother honestly had free reign and he will argue and say, oh, no, but let me tell you. He just asked for it and he got what he wanted. I, I remember like I would wake up or I'd be in my room doing whatever, and I'd come out and my mother would genuinely say, I didn't know you were home. Yeah, right. This is a te- two-bedroom granny flat. Yeah. So it's not like... Yeah. Like the distance was like two, three metres just through... She wouldn't even know if I was in the house. Yeah. She would like... I'd, I'd come home and she'd be like, oh, I didn't know you went out. Yeah. Like there was no 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 tracking mechanism for me. Yeah. Um, Obviously during high school and all that. Um, Yeah. But do you think there was there was a trust thing too that you built yeah, trust? Yeah, I, I didn't go out and yeah, you know, I I didn't really cause any problems or headaches, and I was never expelled or suspended from high school. The coppers weren't dropping you off. Home. Yeah, the cops were never dropping me off home. Yeah. I sort of never called and said, "Oh, I'm in trouble," or like there was never any of that. Not that for my middle brother at least that was the same sort of thing. He's yeah. Pretty, you know, and the cops never dropped him off home or like any nothing like that ever happened. But for me, yeah, uh, just like although my old man up until I was about twenty two always asked me where I was going when I went out, okay. and it was annoying. Yeah, so me and my brother devised a plan to we would just tell him mythical places until he stopped asking. Oh, okay. So I'd leave, and he goes, "Where are you going?" I'd be like, oh, "I'm going to Narnia," and then immediately after, my brother would leave and be like, "Where are you going?" And he's like, oh, "I'm going to Mordor," and then eventually, Dad's like, "Fuck the pair of you!" Yeah, yeah. and stopped asking, but. But do you know that I've got a relationship with my son? Well, I did have, not so much now. But I had a relationship from 18 to sort of, yeah, probably about three years. Yeah. Where if I knew he had a big night planned, yeah. that he would send me a message when he got home just to let me know that he got just, home. Just to make you less paranoid of, oh, yeah. is he in trouble? Is he hurt? Is, yeah. Is nothing bad's happened? And I used to say to him, and not that I'm like, well, I don't really drink at all now, but... Not that I was a big drinker, and my kids have never seen me drunk, actually. But I would – he'd say, oh, I've got a big Saturday night. We're going here, going there. I'd go, yeah. yeah. Just let me know you get home. And it's not 
if you get into trouble, I can drop everything and come and pick you up. Yeah. Like it's not an issue. And uh, But I ne- I've never had to – oh, yeah, that was another story. But there's only ever once and that was a, a home encounter with him and his mother and stepfather. No, different, different circumstances. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So let's fast forward now, go forward 10 years from now. Are you going to say – and you've got a son – Okay, I've had a child in this future. Yeah. Okay. So say 15 years. Say never. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm going out. Nah, fuck you. Get back in the basement. <laughs> Who unchained you from the radiator? <laughs> keep sewing. Keep, keep shelling those nuts. <laughs> keep making those <no> shoes. <laughs> yeah. Would, would you expect him to tell you? I think. You know, and, and one, like, yes, obviously. Yeah. So we're going 15. How old's the kid? Wait, what's the... the well, he's the about 14, 15. So he's 14, 15. So and he's virgin. Like, likelihood is at that age, he'd be probably going, can I get a lift? Which uh, was probably up until sort of 16, 17. When I was like until, like, I didn't get my license until I was like 20. Yeah, but you were pretty sufficient with public transport though. That and there was also friends having cars. Yeah, okay. Like my mate... Probably when he was 17, a good mate of mine, first one to get a car and then a few others. So we'd pick each other. I never picked anyone. Fuck them. Um, so there was that. But at 15, well, usually, like, here's the thing. You've got, like, my, I'd never had a job until I was 18. Yeah. At 15, most 15-year-olds I don't think have a job. Part-time. Part-time. But even then, like, so... They usually got to ask. You would have had friends that were working at McDonald's while you were still at high school. None of my friends had jobs. Fuck off. None of my friends had jobs. Really? None of them. Lazy motherfuckers. I know, right? We're all like mowing the lawn on Saturday to try and get some money to go to the movies. I go to the movies. You know, hashtag smoke pot. (laughs) Fucking mowing lawns to smoke pot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. Um, No, you know what? When I was when I was like fifteen, I was applying for jobs. Yeah. I never got them. Yeah. Okay. No, can't give me a job. Yeah. So fuck them. Hashtag I, fuck the world. I I pushed trolleys. I worked in a surf shop. I worked in a shoe shop. Yeah. I um I worked in a photography lab. Yep. Yeah. I just I used to fucking catch a train. Probably forty minutes away. I I got the job through work experience, and they yeah. went, "Yeah, we'll give you a part time job." Yeah. Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday. All the way to fucking Burwood. Uh, it was crazy. I am. Um, I would have. Yeah, I actually wanted a job just to get some pocket money happening. Yeah. Like I do things around the house and all that, and and so you know I would sort of gain a bit of money. And being fifteen, you know, not like you had bills or anything. Like you, money actually went a bit further. Yeah. Just purely because all you're spending it on was like food and 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 movies and uh, music was the thing. I just I I literally drained. Anything that I earned, I just got spent on music. See, music was free. Not yeah. legally. Um, but music was free. Yes, so that wasn't even an issue. Fuck, I'm old. Um, so that wasn't, that wasn't yeah. even an issue is to pay for music or, or movies or anything. Yeah. Mainly it was like, you know, if you went to the shops or you went to the movies or, you know, if you went for a day out, like you, my parents are still like, you know, give you 50 bucks or whatever. And that was like, fuck, what does a 15-year-old need with more than 50 bucks? Yeah. Like, so that was all right. Yeah. But if I had a kid who's that age, that, at that age, absolutely. Like, tell me where you're going. Um, Would you take him there? Depends on where. Yeah. Kind of the movies with mates. Yeah, you, dro- you drop him off. 
or make him catch a bus. I was catching a bus at that age. I think it's like yeah. that's when you got to start like drip feeding independence. Yeah. You know, like as I said, like he he's learned how to unchain himself from the radiator. He's he now can work a pick lock. He's he's whittled himself a shirt. Yeah. Out of teak. <laughs> out of teak. <laughs> so, um yeah, it depends. Okay. If he's a little shit, no. Fuck that guy. Well, let me tell you, I um am a proud father of a, a, a twenty three year old and a twenty two year old. Yeah. I don't think that I could go back and, and father adolescence again. It, sa- it doesn't sound like anyone enjoys it. it well, your, your kids were all right though, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, But like yeah. besides like your average teen yeah, Just regular sort of shit. shit. And, and I, but and they, I, were, they, they weren't, I guess, getting dropped off by the cops. They nah. weren't, you know, sneaking out to nah, fight I, neighbourhood cats or something. No, no. A weird redhead child that rode around on a tricycle. No. Because he just never came home from hospital. Um, no, no. <laughs> I, I um, kill him at birth. Oh, fucking idiots. <laughs> I I didn't. I, I had a pretty good run. Yeah. Their mother actually spent the majority. They live with their mum. Yeah. So she raised them. Uh, I was only there for a, a moral backup from time to time, or if. But if they were getting up to nonsense, you come in and oh yeah, and lay yeah, the yeah. firm hand and. Well, here's the thing, and 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 I and I talk about like I I grew up where the constant threat of kick your ass to your nosebleeds. Yeah. That's not a good adult line, so I never wanted my children to be scared that they couldn't share things with me or talk yeah, to me. Yeah. So I would say to them, uh, "When was the last time I punched in the face?" And they go. What? And then you punch me in the face. <laughs> like now. And I go. They go never. And I go. Okay. When was the last time I hit you with a stick? And they go. What? Are, what are you talking about? Now I got flogged with a fucking feather duster, so I know what it's like to be. Was your father Captain Feathersword? No, my mum. Oh, your mum. My mum fucking loved it. And and she would. This is my mum's excuse. Hey, you're getting a feather duster. Think yourself lucky. I used to get the razor strap. Now the razor strap, the, the leather. Yeah, um, see, in our term, like we've never we've never seen. What you what, what you sharpen a cutthroat razor on is the the razor the, strap. The, okay, and the, my grandfather used to hit my. So my mother says, "Now let me tell you, lies your parents tell yeah. you." My grandfather used to spoil her rotten, give her everything she fucking wanted. Everyone's everyone of that age has got a different story of what they were hit. With. <sighs> but I will say, kids up the road used to get the jug cord. Jug cord. And that used to fucking The wooden scare spoon, me. I think, is the classic. Yeah, wooden spoon was a go-to one. So yeah. I used to say to my kids, when was the time they hit you with this? And they go, never did. I go, because I don't want to. If you can't tell me what it is, like if you're scared yeah. to tell me, you've got no reason to. It's quite a progressive attitude to parenting. It, it just – because it's – and it's as a single father, yeah. the short time that you get – you don't want to be fucking laying your kids out. Yeah. Like, you want to have. So, what I used to say was, I get in the car and I go, Righto, you've got 10 minutes. And I used to say, You've got 10 minutes to tell me what mum said. You know, let's get it out of your system and it's a mum free zone. Oh, mum said this. Mum said that you did this. Mum said, Okay, here's. So, I'd go, Yes, no, maybe, sometimes. And uh, she's making that one up. So, let's put that to bed and then I'd have my time. And when you talk about adult traits, yeah. honesty. That honesty is a, is an adult mentality. You see a lot of people who just blatantly lie about to their kids or to people, you know, like especially yeah. in a you know a, a failed marriage. 
they'll lie about and they have a go about the parent and they bitch about the parent and they say all yeah. these horrible, nasty fucking things in front of the kid. And try, that's not an adult mentality. Honesty is yeah. to look at it from that view. So it was a very adult method of parenting. And, and I would change some things. So my honesty when it came to my son and sexual conversations, because I'm very open about sex in general, Yeah, I never wanted my children to be behind the eight ball. Yeah. Right? And, of course, now with the internet, kids find out stuff so much they earlier. Find, yeah, but they don't find it out in a healthy way a lot. No. Like, porn isn't sex. No. But, you know, in that, in that sense, like, that's not... No. That's and I, not and how, I, and I can fuck a kid's mind up. Too much of that. It's like, that's not... Yeah. There's so many other aspects to it. Yeah. And I like, never said... Right sometimes over. she won't let you come in her face. Yeah. I... You know, sometimes, Son. yeah. Well, and I never said, right, oh, we're going to sit down and watch this and this is what happens. It, it was never any of that. He had a yeah. had a, a good spin on it. We talked about things. We talked about my experiences and my past. Now, that's where I should have, honesty can only go so far. Because yeah. I think my son knows way too much now. and he, It has no relevance now because he's in his 20s. Yeah. But I think that, and it wasn't that he, his face cringed or he shit himself. It was nothing like that. Yeah. It was just purely the fact that, okay, other dads aren't having this conversation with their kids. Now, that's... Yeah. I don't think I didn't as seldom have that conversation. The closest I got is when after my grandmother passed and my dad was cleaning out his old bedroom, which still had his bed in and all that, and then just a pile of shit my nan had kept, he found his old calendar. Yeah. And he looked at it and there was a mark on, say, Monday and a mark on, sun, say, Sunday. He's going, oh, I fucked two women that week. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. And then that was like about as much as I ever yeah. knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there were certain things that we had to, to bring in the equation because, A, I'd left their mother. Yeah. And I didn't tell the reasons why and, and, and still to I don't, this day, I don't think children need to no, know that. Don't. I don't think it benefits them in any way to know what the failings in the relationship were. Well, that's between you and, and her, obviously, yeah. But on the other end of it, they were getting, your father left us. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that's whoa. That's some brainwashing, man. I didn't fucking leave you guys. I left being married to your mother. Yeah, that's a bad mentality to um, have, you know. Because... I fought it for two years. I never wanted to leave you guys. I'm, I'm you know, I, I was at the yeah, reading them in books in bed story. That's, that's a hard thing to do is to leave uh, the situation for its benefit. And I knew it was the right thing to do. But yeah. anyway, that, and it's past history. It is literally 19 years ago. But they were fed and still are today. Like my ex-wife thinks that she knows me today and that's not the case. And you haven't spoken to her in... Oh, any depth in, as you said, 19 years ago, you left her. So the, the last yeah. thing I've, I've sort of was uh, when her father passed and I, I, I went and saw him in hospital before he passed away and I passed on my condolence. That was it. Yeah. And somehow she still thinks that she knows me. And I liked her dad. Her dad was a champion, yeah. as, as is a mum. Like I, and I, I like a mum. I just didn't like her in the end. <laughs> but I, I think the adult part is that I wasn't – my parents aren't good people in so many ways. They were reflective of an age and they didn't want to change. They didn't force change. Stubborn. Oh, they just, this is what happened to me. The way, yeah, yeah. but I was very, very, I was on the same track. They're doing the same with my son. 
as to how my dad talked to me and I just stopped and went, fuck, I don't want to be this guy. That, and and that's, that's probably one of the biggest parts of being an adult is the ability to reflect on how you've acted. Yeah. And, and I and think then you just take the good parts. Counteract. But, but, you know, I, I think someone who you wouldn't consider to be an adult, regardless yeah. of age, is someone, they just do the same shit. Yeah. And it doesn't matter and they don't reflect and they do something fucking dumb and then they just go, oh, well, that's what I do. Yeah. They don't at any point sit down and go, okay, what has made me do this? Yeah. And how will I change it? Because that's the other thing is something I've learned is they talk about people always want – I don't think mature people blame pe- – they, they use blame as yep. an excuse. Yeah. And blame is like one part of it. So if you know who – if you can blame someone, it doesn't alleviate you of the symptom though. Yeah. What being an adult means is going, okay, the reason that I have this or the reason this is an issue in my life is because of that. But now I've got to recognize my responsibility yeah. to change that. Exactly. And that, yeah, and I that's agree. the step. That's the, the, the thing that is a, is a big difference between someone who's a kid or someone who thinks like a kid and someone who's an adult and someone who's mature. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting when we talk about 18 because we were saying earlier that the, the, the scales change. Now yep. they're saying that young adult is, is 20 to 35. It's still young adult. 35 seems a bit yeah, that's, and, and late in the range. Yeah. But what do they base it off? Like what's their – is this about brain development, like from studies of the brain or is it about cultural or is it about – just, you know, cunts in this age bracket seem like these cunts. Well, there's, there's always a variation in person to person. But they're yeah. saying, scientists are saying that we're not truly adults until our 30s and our brains aren't fully developed in our 20s like we think they are. So it's not – it's obviously not to the stage where they're going to start changing uh, legalities and not going to go – You can't drink to your 35. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's not going to get to that stage. Um but they're looking at brain development. Now, the interesting thing with brain development is it's not so much the development that has changed. It's the ability to monitor brains. The technology behind the measurement. Yeah. Yeah, so now sure. we can do more and more scans and we can see what things work and what didn't work. And we go, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Now, I think in saying that, I think life has become so much more technical Yeah. because you've got to think – well, I don't, so I'm not a good example. You don't think? No, you've got, you got to think on so many different levels. Yeah. So I've grown up with... A lot more self-aware in this age. Yeah, see, I've grown up with say it, do it, work the consequences out later. Yeah. And I hadn't until probably probably the last five, yeah, five or six years, have I actually stopped and gone... Yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'll just learning that ability six yeah. years ago, man. They're like that's that's still like so. I'm so when you were 28, <laughs> round that <Let's laughs> ballpark that one. But if if we look at you know like we or let's let's be honest about it, uh, middle adulthood is 35 to 65. Now that's a huge bracket, but you're still going to get d- different variations in some people that hit that mark really early. And other people that are late bloomers. Yeah. Now I think, and you get some people that just never will. Well, exactly. And I think that I'm, I think personally, and I know I don't sound like a dick when I say this. I think personally, my intelligence level is a, is of a higher than than average. 
but my maturity level didn't come at the same time. So I could think immature thoughts. So you were smart but dumb. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm definitely not the smartest. I, I still think of the, of the three, my siblings, like my brother and sister, the three of us, my sister's the smartest. But when it comes to uh, personal skills and yeah. being extroverted, I've got, him, I've got her and my brother covered. Yeah. And, and they joke about it. They go, you took all the confidence and, you know, left us with fuck all. And I go, yeah, but maybe you had sensibility that I never had at that age. Well, that's the whole thing about it, intelligence is it's different. It's not just smart or dumb. It's not black and white. Everyone's yeah. got good and bad. Well, not bad, but greater and lesser skills in, say, socially, uh, certain ways of thinking, creativity, yeah. uh, dance moves. Some people can dance like a motherfucker. That's, yeah, that shit's got to be yeah. – like when we look at like that's got to that's got to go on a chart. I've got to um, say, and she'll probably be listening, which um, <laughs> is quite funny. My ex, uh, and she'll know who she is, was never going to win any IQ awards, right? <laughs> She, but she's no dummy, but she's no... She's, there's also no IQ awards. Well, if we talk about the IQ range, yeah, she, she's not going to Mensa anytime soon. Yeah. But let me tell you, she can move like a motherfucker. It's, I swear to God. She can dance. And it's natural. That's what I mean. Like, it's a skill set just like lateral thinking, like creativity, like the some people are dumb as shit. And then just really good at maths. Yeah, I'm not saying but, she's dumb as shit. No, I'm right. not saying that either. I'm saying some people are yeah. dumb yeah. as shit. And then they can be really good at maths. Like yeah. there's so much of a breakdown. Yeah. It's really like when you create a character in a video game and, and you get yeah, yeah, so yeah. many po- X amount of points to, to yeah. give to all these attributes. Where did it go? Some people just put it all on fucking dance moves. Yeah. And like that's some superhuman shit. Yeah. Well, and, and, and she's got it. She can move. And she can bust a move. Yeah, and still like... She can boogie on down. Yeah, and I'd call out, do this one, do that one, and she'd do it. <laughs> like she was hilarious. But I, I, got the, uh, I got the most, uh, I got the dad moves of it's step, step to the right, <laughs> clap. Yeah. Boogie to the left, yeah. clap. Boogie to the right, just like, just, yeah. But you know what I found, particularly with your generation, and I've got a mate who I grew up with, uh, and two of them actually, Mark and Tony. Tony's no longer with us, but Mark is. And they got to a stage, and this is more fitting to your generation, where they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They pulled their own moves. M- Mark has still got a move called the handbrake. Like it's like he's pulling on a fucking handbrake. <laughs> I think we've nicknamed it that. I don't know what he's doing, but they just didn't give a fuck. And they were having – and I – That's the point of dancing, man. It's just cut loose. And that's what I think your generation gets Better than mine. I think there's a lot better dancers in my generation. Not that there wasn't, but I think it's probably it's a freedom thing. I think it's a freedom. But the other thing is, people dance more on show now on Instagram and YouTube channels, and people are more out there dancing. I think people are practicing more. Do you, do you not practice? <laughs> I thought everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I stick with. I got like fucking. Yeah, stand in front of the mirror. Doing. Uh, I got. I got my moves yeah. down, locked in. Yeah. I got the little left and right. I got like uh, the sprinkler. Nice. <laughs> I got that that seventies. Uh, yeah. The finger point. The finger point, and I got the the just fucking air hump. Yeah. Just, just yes. violently, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
How's <laughs> funny for people that can't see? They know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> so I got that. I don't. Yeah. I like to dance though. Yeah, man. I think it's I great. I dance around the house and shit and like bust a move. But in public, I just sort of like boogie to the until unless I'm pissed. Do you think as an adult that you're only allowed to bust out so many moves? I like, I, I think it depends on physical capability which more often than not is attributed to age. Yeah. Like you see, like it's why I love weddings. It's why <laughs> yes. I love weddings, drunk right? Drunk dads. Drunk dads. Yeah. And, and drunkles. Yes. Which, which yeah. I, I aspire to be and often am. Yeah. Um, but they're going for a 20 year old sort of limberness in yeah. the move, but they're 60 and they're not a physically active person per se. Yeah. So they sort of go for like, a twist or a or a a, a, a deep <laughs> spin. duck or a spin, and they do not pull it off. And uh, yeah, and, and if they don't hit the deck, they definitely have to take a few more corrective steps and make it look cool. Yeah. So you, you got to sort of, you know, have fun when you dance. And that's that's something about being an adult. When you dance, you're not trying to impress anyone. Yeah. I think when you're younger, you're trying to like pull a bitch on the dance floor or. Like you're trying it's looking to looking cool. You're dancing for everyone else. Yeah. But when you're an adult, you're dancing for you. What What about uh, on the adult level? So there's a couple of things. When we talk about the wedding ones, I used to be embarrassed for that uncle, or and I never really had the, the drunk uncle. The, but I've seen one guy once, and everyone was embarrassed for him. Yeah. He's pulling off big moves. He would have been about 35. Yeah. And he was pulling off like Jackson moves and, and he was terrible at it, having fun. And everyone's like, ah, oh, that's just that guy at the wedding. Yeah. Then his pants split and he did not know. No. And he kept going. It's not, and he, he went from being, ah, oh, it's just that guy to, oh, that guy's a fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. And he just, he was doing like spins and splits and with just big gaping fucking hole in his pants and no one else was dancing. Like, like it was just him at that time dancing. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Buddy. See, now, in this era, he would be posted all over YouTube. This is like two years ago. And it would have been viral. It's like two years ago. I just don't think anyone there was a dick. Yeah. Although yeah. I've got out there somewhere an embarrassing photo of video of myself dancing. Yeah. Uh, at a wedding. Nice. Yeah. I, got a bit too into the ACDC. That's okay. Were you but, banging your head? No, nah, I was like twirling my fucking blazer. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I don't even know how I got it off. Yeah. But I was, ah, oh, fuck it. I was having fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I think everyone now has probably got an embarrassing video of them. Somewhere. Well, I think in young adulthood, you're worried about stuff like that. I fucking hate it. I hate people that film things and ruin the moment by not being in it. Oh, dude. I, nothing shits me more than going to a concert Ooh. and there's f- you're 15 rows from the front it's and everyone in phones. front of you is holding up their phone. And no one's going to watch it. The sound's That's, just going to be blurry as shit. To me, it's like, what are you here for? You enjoy it. You're here. You're here. Yeah, enjoy and, it. Yeah. That's a whole other issue. But, but people live with this screen in front Fuck of them off. in moments that don't need to. I get to, you go to a, you're at a concert. They're there. Take a photo. Fuck yeah. All right. You got a photo of it. That's cool. Yeah. That's about it. Put but your you know phone what? away. If I, go to, if I were to go to a concert tomorrow and I was to just live the experience and I had photos or I had video and I came back and I explained it to you, I still can't sell you what I felt. No, that's it. So You had to be there. Yeah, and I am one of these dudes, right? I've got a long history for it where I go, 
oh man, the next time you got to come, it was the fucking like I'm selling yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I've got older, I don't. You know what? You want to come? No, you don't. I will fuck off. I don't care. Like, yeah. I. Oh, did you go and see such and such? Yep. It was I, awesome. I just encourage people to go see live music. Yeah. In general, because um, I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But if I go, if I go if I'm going to a concert, I'll invite all my friends. Yeah. And ninety percent of them be like, nah. But it's like, sorry, I'm not going to badger them. Yeah. It's like you should come. It'll be, it'll be a really good time. They're yeah. always great. No, all right, no, fuck you then. I'm going to go have fun. You can sit at home and jerk off. Yeah. Watch Netflix and chill. Yeah. Um. So that that part of adulthood, I um. That's what I think the younger generation miss out on, right? Is that that living in the moment? Absolutely. I used to have a, a friend who would sit there with his phone out filming, and the moment something happened, he'd stop filming and try and show everyone. What? And we're like, we know we're all in the same room. Yeah. And it would always, instead of having that moment, someone tells a joke, and then everyone, he would stop the momentum to show everyone the joke that just happened. Yeah. And it was like, dude, fucking get in the moment or get out. Yeah. It's but, like, hey, I got a video. You wouldn't believe it. Do you remember that time when such and such? And I go, yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, because oh, oh. you, you remember the first bit where you said, do you remember? Yeah. And I said, yes. Yeah. That's because I remembered it. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. I don't mind if like, you know, something was going down and yeah, you weren't a part of it. Yeah. And then you show me a video of it. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's cool. But like someone tells a joke and so I was like, see this joke he told? And I was like, I don't want to fucking see a live feed of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think that's where some people get. Uh, a bit lost in reality. We live vicariously through our phones too much. We don't get to sort of experience things firsthand. Everyone's too busy trying to capture it. Yeah. And I, I'm just not one. I go to play. I'll go do things and I'll come back and be like, man, I should have taken a photo. Like I'll, I'll regret not taking a photo. Like I like the main photos I take, say I'm out with a few mates. I just yeah. want to grab one good photo of the night with us. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. Usually for my keepsake, they go, ah, that's the boys and we, we had a good night and you probably send it through the group chat and everyone goes, yeah, that's a good photo and, and that's about yeah. it. And I often regret not even doing that. I just don't have that impulse. Yeah. To, I, even when you see something weird and crazy, like you're on the footpath and say someone's doing burnout in the middle of the street or something. Like at that point, yeah, pull your phone out. Yeah. Like, but I don't even have, I just watch it and like, ah. Yeah. And then I tell someone like, you got a video? And I was like, no. Yeah. No, I don't. I absolutely don't have that impulse. Isn't it funny? Like we're talking about practicing dance moves and stuff. And I've got a theory of Instagram because I think that the world's in 10 years' time, where are these current Instagram models? Because everyone wants to be an Instagram model. Everyone says they're an Instagram model. Where are they going to be? Because they're not. Uh, Dead, fat, addicted to drugs. Yeah. Weird looking because of the amount of body modifications that people do now where they're starting to sort of look like not a human. People go on Cro-Magnons, man. Yeah. Where where will these people be? If not anywhere exactly where they are now. Yeah, I I just don't get the – like – and I'm I'm not not celebrating their popularity because, you know – I don't get it. (laughs) You know, a friend of mine told me – She's got a son around the same age as my son. Yeah. She was telling me that uh, son's ex-girlfriend would take these photos, like stage photos of herself, selfies, right? Yeah. And if she didn't get 500 likes, she'd delete the photo? Yep. What the fuck? Because it's the entire basis for, um, like, that's what they're measuring their self-worth on. Okay. So this is adulthood. This is not... Shit's mental illness, man. We're not talking about... 
16. I know 16-year-olds are doing it and 15-year-olds are doing it. These are adult women, 18 plus, 18 to 30. I saw a fuck. you're not going to believe it's on Instagram. I saw a woman in her 40s and she's, it's a strange mix. She's Brazilian but she's living in Germany, right? Brazilian. Brazilian. And she's... Um, Germzillion. She's quite into Brazilian dancing. Yeah, and that's she, some shake your ass stuff, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. But she, like, she's in her 40s and yeah. she's posting pictures of herself dancing Yeah, on Instagram. But is she a professional dancer or nope. no? What is, was she? A, nope. Is she hot? She probably was 15 years ago. Is she sad? I feel, <laughs> I feel sad for her. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging. And this is one of the things. I don't judge. I observe, right? And I love watching... All different people in different spectrums, right? Yeah. Like, um, and I've shown you on Instagram, but on Twitter, there's Baseball Chicky that I follow. Yeah. Right? And the part that interests me about her is how she developed the fame that she's got. She's got 44,000 people that follow her, right? But for me, what I got is that she does little um, talking head parts where she does little voices. And she does that chores and she goes, oh, here's a word because you all like my accent. Here's a word that I butcher, chores, and the way that she says it in a New York accent. Now, that makes me smile. That makes me laugh. I I go, that sounds awesome. She's not saying or she's not, you know, like she's not saying I want to be a supermodel or I want to be an influencer. It's just a bit of fun and it's a bit of humour. I think the way everyone's gone now with social media – Everyone thinks they're their own channel. Yeah. And everyone's trying to create content to their channel. Yeah. Which is good if you're funny. Yeah. Or entertaining or have an interesting point of view. But a lot of people are just like, I'll shake my ass. That'll be good because everyone else, like there's no creativity, originality to it. Yeah. And that's that's like, for instance, we know comedians that like Theo Vaughn who is – a well-known stand-up oh, comedian. I, I wish we knew him. Yeah. <laughs> and and he is selling out in Australia like yeah, crazy. Third, third show. He's putting more and more shows on in each of the cities. And he's got some random content. But it's creative. It's interesting. It's different. Absolutely. Like it's, you know. And, and it's part of his persona and it's like they call him the Rat King and he's like, yeah, I'm fucking down with I'm, that. I am, I am fucking in love with his phrase, neck curtains. Neck cur- to describe yeah. like a mullet. Every time I say a mullet, I'm like neck curtains. Yeah, yeah, like that. And all it is, <laughs> the only difference. Like, so he's a creative person, but it's just the fact that there's been some form of thought into what you're saying or doing. Yeah, that's the difference between someone who's interesting on social media yeah. and all these platforms, and someone who's just, well, I don't have any thoughts. Yeah. Uh, he's my ass. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to add to it because I can't get away when you say Theo Vaughn. When he talks about being a criminal and goes, yeah, I probably helped bury someone's furniture. I was mad at someone's. I buried that. I've tattooed hamsters, <laughs> like everything that man's. I'd fucking. But that is he, and and he backs it up because he's a comedian, right? Yeah. So I get it. Okay. So for instance, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are on Instagram, um, and they'll I'll, I'll get a random thing such and such is following you, and it's like, oh, they're a, an entrepreneur and. And maybe something I'm interested in and I have a look at and, you know, they're doing something. Yes. But I see these others. So you've got this situation. We've got these women 
that are taking pictures of themselves and they're scantily clad and they're attractive women. And then they show a video and they open their mouth and they talk and I go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah, that's it. But and, and, and there's the same happening with blokes, I assume. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there gym dudes? You, uh, there's, and I don't, do, I don't get into the gym dudes thing on Instagram because Instagram's become more popular than Facebook now. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it I, plays I, to the ego. Yeah. And, and you know what? The guys, there's, there's plenty actually. I have seen certain ones. There's guys that have um, become trainers, have lost weight, have become a that's inspirational. And they want to help people. That's inspirational. Yeah. And that's the yeah. right way to be. But then there's guys like, I look good. Yeah. Hi. And it's just like, okay, yeah, you're probably getting pulling roots. But you're not interesting because you only know about you. But that content we're talking about and these people is adulthood, right? This is, this is they're fucking adults. They Legally. But that's, and this is what I'm saying. So when, when I, I look at the, the adjustments and they say young adulthood, 20 yeah. to 35, now I sort of go, yeah, it makes sense. I think the thing is you've got to consider what you're putting into the world. Yeah. And I think these people do. They're just sort of getting likes and, and feeling good and then doing the same thing. But like, I think if you're going to put something out there, like fucking make it worth something more. Make it interesting. Make it thought-provoking. Fucking put your opinion out there, sure. Put your point of view out there. But actually give it some fucking some thought and some something interesting and make it yeah. worth it. I think a lot of people out there are just like fucking social media dumb. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not ragging out everyone in a different generation from me because obviously you're in a different generation from me and we bounce thousands of things off yeah. each other. Um, our friend Canderson, and it's funny saying Canderson because <laughs> I know it makes her laugh. Canderson. Um, Sarah has, and, and she's who's Sarah? Canderson. <laughs> she um, she's I think twenty nine. Yeah, and she's got a very mature brain. Yep, and she says some funny shit on Twitter that I go, yeah, I get that. So it's not like you're never too old, you're never too. But no. she's not posting selfies of her going. Hi, do you like this? I was getting a gelato and you will not believe yeah. I saw a poodle and I was like, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah, she's not of that. <laughs> too, many, too many of those people just trying to fill you in on their shitty, uninteresting day. Yeah. Actually, she posted something the other night on uh, Married at First Sight. Who's this we're talking about? This is Sarah. This is Candison. Yeah. Candison. <laughs> and she posted. And it was in reference to someone who's not very well liked and is possibly cheating on the show. And yeah, but she's acting whether it's all an act or not, who knows? But the way that she's acting is very cunty-like. Let's say <laughs> Sarah's explanation. Uh, yeah, sorry, Candison's explanation was: it seems that the cunt doesn't fall too far from the cunt tree. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, that's accurate. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed that's it. That's it. So. Um, so you get different mixes. I'm not ragging out younger generations. Yeah. And I it, could easily pull out older generations of people that I admire and as well as my own parents who I don't. I've, from working in pubs, I think I've seen the mix. Yeah. Just yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, and you of, know the guy that comes in has got the interesting story that wants to – he wants to share or talk to you because he yeah. wants to talk to you, not tell you in my day. Uh, those fucking men, oh, they fucking shit me. 
blokes who are trying to tell you the same footy story from 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you lived till you were 25 and then you just started reminiscing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it is. It's transgenerational. It's yeah. so, so, really, it, it the measurement of age pro- probably becomes redundant. It should be more a measurement of certain attribute, attributes yeah. than anything else. Yeah, I, I just see, and, and it's not, again, social media is a good booster for many businesses and, yeah. and, and a good booster for things like what we're doing now, right? So I'm not ragging it out. What I'm saying is it's really changing the face of where we're going to be in the future because, you know what, this, these girls that are walking around in, in um, virtually nothing underwear now taking pictures of themselves. Disgusting. <laughs> And then, and that's the thing. I don't find it. Put some clothes on. No, I don't find it repulsive, and <laughs> no, I don't find it titties. I, I, I think there's very there's some sexy bodies. I think if you've got it, flaunt it. Yeah. But don't make it a personality. But what they want you to do is tip in and go join my Patreon, mm. and I will take the pants off. You can see my vagina, and it's like, you know what? No, I don't need to. I'm, yeah, I'm. All. That picture you took. Is fine. Is now you're going to do a video and you're going to say stupid shit and you've got a fake smile and a fake laugh and I'm going yeah. to go, that's not who you are. Who are you? Who who are you really? Yeah, that's it. The, the act. Yeah, because uh, you know what? What you're getting here is exactly who we are 100%. Yeah, we, we don't get on here and, and make up stories or make up beliefs or like this is it. This is who I we make are. up a lot of things. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I make up constant shit. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's just just about people. every just about every idea I've ever had on this podcast <laughs> is made up and ridiculous. That's not fuck, man. We're business. I'm telling you, Delta Goodrum's going to the moon. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I <laughs> agree. Talk. That's there. Yeah, that's out now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking in the past. Yeah. All right, I've got one for you now. This is eight ways Hit to me. be an adult. Hit me. And I thought this was interesting because we talked about the term adulting. You know, adulting. Yeah. yeah, when you do. Some regular ass shit, but got to tell people about it. I adulted today. I bought a pillowcase. Yeah. So it says you don't just become an adult, and I should tell you who wrote it. And the fact is, I fucking don't know. So I'm sorry that I'm using your content. But thanks. But I didn't think to get. Oh, I should do that next time. That's just a, out of courtesy. See, that's a, that's a good university student would know to always yeah cite their sources. It's lucky I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> It says, uh, just so you don't become an adult, uh, just, you just don't become an adult when you turn 18. Adulting is a process. It takes a lot of trial and error and hard reminders from life and expired relationships. Although we grow up and acquire tools, responsibilities and jobs deep inside, we are children who snap back often. Just on that, mm-hmm. before you go on, acquiring tools. Yes. In the literal sense, is a sign of an adult. A real adult's got like he's got like a saw and a hammer. <laughs> he's got both of the types of screwdrivers. But see now, <laughs> generations gone by where you used to fix shit and make shit. Absolutely, yeah. and don't get me wrong, still people still do it. You should right? always have a toolbox. I don't have one, so I'm. Not I've got a toolbox, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not got not, your normal shit in it. It's not great. Yeah, whereas people used to have sheds worth of tools. I don't even have like a a pencil case with scissors in it i got a pencil case. Scissors in it? Yeah. Doing I got, well. I got, actually, Doing well. It's quite funny. If you look around, you'll find about five or six pairs of scissors. Every time I go to Kmart, I seem to buy a pair of scissors. I am. Um, I don't know why. 
Is it on I, the bench behind you? I've lived, I've lived a life with people around me smoking pot and always losing scissors. Ah, uh, okay. No, well, they come back with like fucking tree sap on them. <laughs> Abuse. But th- th- now, this is where we talk about generational stuff, right? I don't buy fruit, fresh veg to boil the shit out of or steam it. I buy stuff that comes in a bag and needs to be cut open. What do you cut it open with? Scissors. scissors. Teeth. So if you go to the second drawer down, you'll find a set of scissors that is purely for... I own one knife. Do you? Yes. Like, not like, a stabby no. one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have a pocket knife that I use for, like, if I ever need. But I own one, like, cutlery. Like, I, no, not cutlery. Like, I own some spoons and forks <laughs> and knives and plates and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, cutting knife? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I own one. Yeah. But it does everything you need? Cuts. Yeah. Yeah, but I only own one. Yeah. I've got, got, a, a, I got a, a set. I got a block of knives because I love cutting shit. I'm out. not I don't own a kitchen. Yeah. Well so there's a difference. <laughs> but it, it'll happen. One day I'll have in a kitchen. We'll, we'll put that on your adult list. Yep. Okay. Stop shitting in a bucket as well. That is a good thing. So it says we also also our definition of adult changes. What we thought an adult a couple of years ago might not be today. For example, me acting like an idiot with my male friends, telling inappropriate jokes and, ridic- and sending ridiculous texts. I would have labelled that immature a few years ago, but today I believe we need some ridiculous in our lives. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, I don't think, that, I don't think that's a, an indicator. Having no. fun. Yeah, but this person's saying, oh, 10 years ago that was fucking stupid. Now I'm going, well, you Yeah, know. it's pretty normal, yeah. yeah. I think everyone does it. So this one says, that at 43 I'm still learning to adult... But here are some definitions of what I believe adulting. Adulting? Yeah, adulting. Adulting? Adulting. Adultery? No, adulting. Adulting. Uh, Looks like today. Number one. What do we have? We've got eight. Okay, number one. This is a pretty fair call. Don't be a jerk. I don't even think you need to be like an an adult. Just don't be a fucking jerk. That's, That's like universal. Kids are allowed to react, throw peas at the wall, have temper tra- tantrums. Not near me, then, not. This is bar. <laughs> Get outside. <laughs> Fuck, I go to Coles during quiet hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is all part of their growth process as they learn. Throwing fucking peas those reactions. Well, as, well, a, as, a, as an adult, yeah. and if you own those kids, you've got to correct that behavior, though. Yeah, but this guy's just saying, well, as a, as a kid, you've got the right to be a jerk, right? What he's saying, as an adult, you have the capacity to pause and choose differently. Yep. Being a jerk is a choice and a reaction. If you want to be an adult, there's no excuse for it. People respond. Oh, better respond to people. Think about how your words and actions will affect others. Reflection. As you, well as you behave before you respond. Now, I can tell you, as I said to you, six years ago, I've, and, and probably why on this podcast that I say half the shit that I do, because I don't, that's my opinion. Yeah. I don't. Like, I don't want to offend anyone. Well, well, the thing here is if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. It's not being forced in your face. No. It's not part of a conversation or making you feel bad in person. No, it's not like, like when you walk up to tell people stuff on the bus that you don't know and just say shit to them and they go, what? Like, it's not like that, is it? No. No. No, that's... That's just an old habit you had. Everyone likes to talk to me on the bus. <laughs> you're saying, are you saying these people on the bus that I've been talking to? No, it's just a comment you've said in previous podcasts. Yeah, I know. Go, when I talk to people on the bus, on the bus when yeah. I talk to everyone I get to talk to, yeah. they all love me. Yeah. The bus driver especially. Yeah. He wants me to stand <laughs> at the front. Does he? And talk. 
Everyone likes me on the bus. Just, just an observation on that. Have you noticed that, like, you have that one person that sits behind the bus driver and just talks to the bus driver? Yeah, yep, yep. Or, as I said, he'll actually stand next to the bus driver because on a lot of the new ones, there's like a pole oh. on the on the sort of little cab bit for the bus, and he'll stand there. And the bus driver never listens. I was going to say, do you, what do you think they talk about? <laughs> ah, yeah, I remember that street. I saw a dog in there in 1962. And the bus driver was thinking, I want to go home and do drugs. Do da, do da. <laughs> like, like, they're just talking shit. You don't think he's in the in his head, he's thinking, the wheels on the bus go around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, off topic, worst bus experience I ever had. Yeah, yeah love it. Got it on and I was on with a mate and everyone's looking around going, this bus smells like shit. <laughs> like, not like, oh, it smells like sh- Like actual <laughs> human shit. Yeah. Eventually we get to a stop. An old mate who's sitting behind a bus driver stands up. White tracksuit pants. No. White jumper. Big poo. Brown leg. <gasps> it was not. And, and I sort of clicked because he'd been spraying himself with that deodorant the whole time. Sort of so he knew he cheated intermittently, himself. And he got up and he's wearing white tracksuit. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. What man owns a white tracksuit? Okay, keep going. <laughs> what the what fuck? man who might shit himself during the day <laughs> decides on... You wake up, you know if you <laughs> might shit yourself. And it wasn't like a little, little bloop of poop in, in, in the crap. Uh, he pooed. Like, he liquid shit down his leg. How old? Mm, Being in his 60s. So quite possibly he knows he's got a, a faulty like, sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. He was, it, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a surprise attack. <laughs> he, he. <laughs> well, he can't prepare because he's got his deodorant with him. He's got a deodorant. He's got yeah. fucking white pants and shit down his leg. Why oh, are you wearing white pants, mate? Like this, Come on. this was to the shoe. Oh. <laughs> and as you got on the bus, you, it's like. Well, I got on the bus at the interchange. So everyone got on the bus. Right. I don't know if he was already on the bus. Oh, okay. But I was sort of, I would say, three quarters of the way from the bus driver down the bus. He was at the bus driver. So there's probably there's about three quarters of a bus. And it smelt like he shat directly into my nostrils. Oh, my It was God. like, like it, it, he, he done shit. So that just, just on a side note, that was the worst bus experience I've ever had. I think that falls under the category of don't be a jerk. <laughs> well, it wasn't. I don't shit yourself. <laughs> That's being a jerk. <laughs> jerk. If if you know your bungus might erupt, like pull the fucking lever and get off. You know. You what, know. When don't your wear guts white. Are oh, wear yeah. a, Wear a diaper. Yeah. Don't shit your pants. Don't get me wrong. Now, if oh, we don't know this guy, we don't know who we're talking about. If he has a leaky sphincter, <laughs> right, and he has that problem, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Medical problems are not funny. Yes, they are. But if you if you got the problem, you got the problem. And you don't have a car and you gotta take the bus and that's fine. But pack appropriately. Prepare. Your mother fucking prepared for you when you were a kid, you know and what it's all about. Like the amount of shit. Like he had a full meal. Oh. He didn't just like go, oh my got to I'll just have some dry toast. He was like steak, chips and <laughs> eggs. Tell me this. Did did he get off at any stage? Did you see him get off? Yeah. Right. Did you, he grab his stomach at any stage and look back and go, oh, bit, bit crook in the guts? No, he just sort of walked with pace. And you know what? That, that And I have shit myself. 
Where brown? When I've been crook in the guts, Where right? Like brown? I've eaten something dodgy. And I've gone and I know it's coming. Yeah. And I may not have got to the toilet. But let me tell you, if I was on a bus, I'm pulling that fucking lever and I'm out of there. I think whatever medical problem he had, yeah. like his arsehole was just the end of a slide. There was no stopper in it. Oh. There was no, there was just, it just, it got there and it kept going. Like it went all the way through and it just went, out we go. And he's like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Like I've got to, I've got to ask, like I've, I want to ask him a question of, you knew you did it. <laughs> you didn't choose to get off the bus, but you thought you could spray with deodorant to mask it. <laughs> he thought that your fucking bottle of Rexona was going to mask the smell of fresh shit. Yeah. Now, just um, on that, anyone that's got a shit story, please send us a, an email to Gorilla Radio Australia because we like talking about people that shit themselves. <laughs> I, I actually say to say my son all the time, you're not a man until you shit yourself. I don't know that that's true. I think that I don't I was know just if it is justify. true, but you know, it, it. At least when he shits himself, he's going to go. I'm a man. Damn straight. Damn straight. Exactly. So back to this list. All right. So we've well, that guy was being a jerk. So he needs to not. Don't be a jerk. Be a jerk. Uh, rule number eight: Don't shit yourself. Exactly. <laughs> well, and this one actually is number two. Is is, is number two? Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> is didn't even see it. Not on. Not on. No, it just hit me. Um, just, not unlike what you said previously, take full responsibility of, of where you're at in life. Yep, 100%. You, know, you can complain about your life and, and, and sometimes it's totally fair, but many of us have dealt some really lousy cards and things happen to us we've got no control over. Okay, but if you want to pull yourself out of the quicksand and make some kind of dent in the world, you have to accept where you're at completely. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yep. That's the beginning of the building of rebuilding anything. Yeah, I get all of that. I've been through that. I, um, and it's not to dismiss people with shitty circumstances. No, fuck no. And but you've got to realise you're the only one that'll get you out of it. Yeah, like you've got to you got to do it. No, like people will fuck you up. Yeah, seldom will they unfuck you up. Yeah, I I, I can honestly put my hand up for this, and and you know I've had issues in life like anyone else has. Yeah, and I'm no no different and no special. But I found as I get older, it takes. More to bounce back. On my last relationship, crushed me. Yeah, and it's taken me. I'm I'm still yet to to be ready to move on. And 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 I've had other dalliances or other you know dating, and it just hasn't yeah. worked. It hasn't because the last one just hurt me so much. Yeah. Now that sounds <laughs> as I'm telling you, I'm going fuck. That sounds like a girl. But no, but it's, that's it's, honest truth. It's honest truth is yeah. yeah, and that's it. Experience in life may make it harder to bounce back, but you've always got to recognize, regardless of the 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 reason for the way things are. Yeah, you you're dealt that card, and and that could be harsh, but and it's you know, your yeah. responsibility yeah. and yours alone to fix it. Yeah, and and actually. Majorly was my responsibility how it, how it came about in the first place. So yeah. I copped that sweet. But it's interesting you say that because the third one says love hard and responsibly. You've been hurt, we all have, but loving from a place of hurt isn't loving, it's hiding. Uh, you'll never hit a high notes of love you're searching for if you're hiding. It's tough, but we love as hard as we can. Don't give yourself any choice. Be fearless, be vulnerable, show yourself, put yourself out there completely. Eyes closed, arm folded, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it actually goes on quite deep, but it talks about loving hard and 
and just, and just give shit your all. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can half-ass it your whole way through life. You don't get to, you know, any, all the laziness. It's not like you keep that energy and get it later. Yeah. Just fucking, just go hard, son. Well, there was something, I saw a tweet um, today, which will make no sense because when this comes out, it'll be almost a week later. But anyway, there was a tweet I saw today was, and a woman who's actually a motivational speaker, and, and she was saying, would you choose money over love? Here's a scenario for you. If you found the right person, you didn't necessarily love them, but they had plenty of money, would you go in a relationship with them over money, for money over love? Do I really get any of that money? That's their money. Well, Are they, they going to give me the money? Well, once you're in a relationship with them, it's your money. Well, I mean, to a degree. 50%, man. Are you talking about marriage? Talking about you get, you get, this, you get a bank card of theirs? Well, you're, or you get to be with the person you feel is your soulmate? Seeing there's a trade-off. See, well, from a position when you're not in it, you're going to go, of course, money. Give me that money. But like, if you're in love, yeah, you're not gonna give a fuck about money. Yeah, you just about getting that poon. So my answer to it and how I responded was that, like, I could never do it. Polygamy. Have one for Boom. each. Boom. Solved yeah. it. Yeah. Riddle solved. Next riddle. Well, no, because and I'm <laughs> serious when I tell you this because I, I I want you to experience love. This. I want well, you, you to- choose love. Ah. Oh. Because it's, your brain won't feel like you're feeling this ultimate happiness. Yeah. And then you go, there's a thing that makes me ultimately happy and there's a thing that doesn't. Yeah. Well, fucking like evolution won't allow you to go. To, like your brain is like, yeah, love. Yeah. But if, like, you're, if you actually pick that, then you probably weren't truly in love. And, and, and this is my argument. So my argument, a tweet I, res- I responded with was that if you uh, fall in love... Money becomes secondary. Yeah. You, you find a way to get – like you're not focusing on – Well, you know, you think I get money, I get a – and what's the ultimate goal of money? To be happy? Well, you've already got happy. Yeah. And then maybe you two could get rich together. Yeah. Whereas if it's money, you might like them, but you like them because of what money gives you. Well, what if they run out of money? You're not in love with them. That's well, it. you get rid of them. Right. And then – but then you – like like there, it, it, it doesn't seem logical – yeah. When you break it down to go, yeah, I'll choose happiness over a jet ski. Oh. But people do it. <laughs> people have been doing it for centuries. Yeah, well, people are fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> true. Although it's, it's, it makes it seem like a fork in the road. Like life is more complex than that. Yeah. So you're not just sitting there and at the end of the day, like she's sitting in one seat and you're sitting in the other and there's an announcer with a really long 70s microphone going, which one do you choose? And you, you sort of go, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. just walk around. I, I would like to buy one. <laughs> I'd walk one. around and interview people yes. and there would be no fucking yes. camera and it wouldn't be plugged in. No, I'd get a camera. I'd, no, I wouldn't. I'd just, just for me, just for me. And I'd ask them about things and they'd tell me and they'd be like, what's this for? And I'd be like, it's for me. And then I'd leave. <laughs> And what was your name? Where did you say you lived again? What, what, would this be on TV? Why would this be on TV? <laughs> Do you see a camera? Um, it will be on my TV. <laughs> it's in here. It's in my heart's TV. Thanks for your weird answer, fucko. <laughs> but that's and, – and, and it's and have you ever seen that clip? I think Kenny does it. Um, the guy does Kenny. Yeah. Where you can get into um, – Anywhere with a, a ladder and a high vis, <laughs> yeah. and he just walks. Oh, mate, I've got to do the blah blah. And they go, yeah, yeah, off you go, right? Yeah. I also think you walk around with a microphone. 
yeah. and ask people questions. They'll answer. They'll tell you answers. And they'll tell you intimate answers. Yeah. You ask them weird questions yeah. and they'll be like, all righty. And then yeah. he's just like, you just told me that, like no one else. There's an article that I was only reading and I, and I would love to ask women this. Um, and the article was written about the femdom. Have you seen the femdom? Female condom? Is it, is it a cup? So, oh, no, no, that's horrible. Is it a bowl? No, it's – so if you think is the reverse a, of a condom – Okay, so like a dam I think they might call them. That's like a sleeve. Oh, so it goes in. Inside, yeah. Okay, so it's like a, a pre-placed condom. Yeah, yeah. So it's a femdom. That's what it is. So yeah. you, the lady – She poke it up there with a stick? <laughs> I, I think at this day and age they're used to – Pushing things inside themselves once that, a month. It's the, not going to work. Oh, well, it goes in there for a month. No, 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 no. On if so, you're getting all sexy, yeah. yeah and then she yeah. puts it in there, and, and then she she's goes, just got a little like she sets the the uh, blow dryer to cold, and then just <laughs> flum, inflates it. it. You just push it in, and it leaves on the outer. Yeah. Um, like a like the condom ring. Yeah. But it's a bigger version and not as elasticized. Okay. So obviously. it makes her into a pocket pussy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I would love to walk around and ask women, because this was invented for you guys. You don't trust men. You don't, they don't like condoms or they haven't got condoms. Yeah. And the article was written by the woman who's saying, and I haven't read the article. I've put it away to do at a later date. The article was saying, well, you've got this. This is what you wanted. Why aren't you using them? That would be the question that I would like to walk around with the microphone. I think it would be good advice to give to any sexually active woman who's, you know, maybe going out and just meeting a bloke on the night, you should carry a condom. Yeah. As much as blokes should, it doesn't alleviate them. It really, I don't have one. And she's like in the like in the moment going, ah, just stick it in. Yeah. Right? You should carry one. I don't have a condom. And then she's like, I do. And he's like, okay. Yeah, but you know what's happened? Men find that as being sexually aggressive, that women have condoms. And it's their brain, and I'm not saying all men, right, but I, the, the surveys that have come back on this, their brain goes to, oh, she got a fucking condom. Is she some sort of slut? Where in actual fact, she's just being protective. She's just being a good scout. Like Always be prepared. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I, these these I've, are things about I've, men that have confused me. I've, I've been in that situation. Where she's pulled it out. Yeah. And you've gone, you fucking slut. No. What did you think? I was like, good, because I didn't have one. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Problem condom. Solved. She's like, I do. And I'm like, well, that solves that issue. Now let's have sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, she got a, I don't have that many thoughts. There was like, there's an obstacle. She wants me to wear a condom. Well, I can't. If without it, then it's a crime. And then she pulled one out and I was like, now I can do sex on her. Like, it was awesome. It was a solution. Please tell me problem. you said, now we can do the sex. <laughs> That's, that's what I want to hear. I whispered in her ear, let me make sex in you. No, let me make <laughs> thick in your warm. <laughs> it's, you got to say that. And then, then mid-sex, I said, I think I can see your belly button moving. Nice. I didn't. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the sex. I did the sexy talk I know. Hey, lady. <laughs> you... <laughs> Hey, sexy lady. Hey, lady. Do you like when... Hello. How do you like the sex I'm giving you? Oh, I, feel, I feel like, I feel like um, that 
It, it's almost <laughs> like you're asking you halfway, hey, 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 you having a good time? <laughs> Everything okay here? Take a drink. <laughs> do, you like, do you like some orange slices? Perhaps. <laughs> hey, chick babe. Do, do, do you like the pain? <laughs> oh, how's everything working out down there? Is it okay? Quick you, survey. Yeah. You're liking the, uh, the hump? <laughs> like the sex. Oh, that's funny. Okay, let's get back to the list. Number four. Number four. Now, this is interesting because I'm not – Okay. Number four is very simple. Stop lying. Yeah, as I said before, honesty. Yes to others, but more importantly to yourself. Nothing can be built without the truth. Children can believe their lies and they live in fantasy. Yeah. I know some adults like that too. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you keep lying to yourself, you always find, you always be stunted child. This will keep you from everything you want because you will not be everything you are. You'll be invisible. What is true is that you need to swallow in your life right now. This is fucking getting deep, isn't it? I was expecting just like some checklist shit. This yeah. is like making me, it's like getting deep. Yeah. Um, why is it so hard to follow the truth? Most likely the answer is fear. What does that mean? No, lying is totally an evolutionary response. If you finally swallow the truth, how will it change your life? How will it change other people's lives? Well, what I will say on that one, particularly when we talk about the truth, is that it's much easier to remember the truth than to remember a lie. And if, yeah. you, if you're being honest... Yeah, for sure. And if you're being honest, and don't get me wrong, not everyone wants to hear the honesty. Yeah. Right? So, okay, I get that. But it's, as an adult, it, you know, telling the truth... It's got to be easier than fucking telling lies. Well, the thing is, like, what's the worst that'll happen? Yeah. Like, people lie and it's like, what the fuck are you lying for? Yeah. Like, you're not, no one's going to cut your head off. Like, maybe they will, but it's an extreme scenario anyway. But, like, you know, someone says, did you do this? And you're like, no. And you did. Like, what the, what, what yeah. the, were they going to go? Well, now I'm going to remove one of your fingers or now yeah, I'm going to beat right. you up. Yeah. And, it, like, the thing is, like, I work, I, you know, at work, even recently, I fucked up. I made a mistake and it was like a relatively large mistake. Like I fucked up plugging a keg in and a whole keg leaked. Yeah. So I fucked up a keg. Yeah. But I didn't sort of go, oh, wait till they find out and then we'll solve the mystery together yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and lie. I just walked in and went, okay, went to the boss and went, hey, guess who fucked up? This yeah. guy. Yeah. Because what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like what was – like the same outcome happened. They're like, oh, okay, that's a mistake. It's honest. But if you hide shit, even if you, you make a mistake, if you hide shit, people are going to think it was a dishonest decision. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to not – you go, look, I made a mistake. I fucked up. They're like, fine. But if you hide it, they're like, well, something seems intentional here. Why would you hide a mistake? yeah. yeah. And yeah, honestly, man, like as I say, the truth will set you free. It's easier to just – like, yeah, well, I fucked up. Like, what, what are you going to do? Shoot me? Okay, I, I'll learn from that mistake. Don't be a dick about it. Like, yeah, so what? I broke your fine china. Yeah. Sold your fine china for meth money. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. But apart from that, just fucking be honest. Yeah. I, Unless it's like really necessary. I think lying sometimes, like as you say, you lie to your kids. Yeah. Sometimes, like if, if your kid's five and they ask a question and they're not, they're not ready for 
like a lo- a little lie there might uh, a few give it a few years before I sort of tell you the actual truth. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. You Too know, fairy. just uh, fucking Easter Bunny. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. But even even more than that, like Leprechauns. if a five year old said, "How did?" Say Uncle fucking Billy died and he'd killed himself. Yeah, it might not. It's, it's a serious matter, but it's probably not the best thing to teach a five year old. No, but when they get a bit old, you say, "Oh, well, he passed away." And when they get a bit older, then you maybe can explain that. So, like lying in certain scenarios, yeah, 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 is the right thing to do. Yeah, but as long as it leads to eventual honesty. Yeah, if my mum's theory, you would say, "What happened to Uncle Billy?" And say, "And we know that he killed himself." He, my mum would say he went on holidays. Ugh. He went on holidays forever. Yeah. He yeah. won the lottery. If my sister's listening, Buffy, sorry, Snoopy did go on holidays in the fucking ground. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Please don't tell me she's still. No, no, no. But that's a piss take. I love saying to her, oh, yeah, remember oh, Snoopy she be- went on holidays? Did she believe it for a. Yeah. Oh, she. I don't know. Forever. The thing with, with when pets die, that's different. You should teach your kids about that. Yeah. That's one of the great things about pets. Well, not great. It's not great that they die, but they do die. And yeah. it's it's a good lesson for the kid to have to dig the hole. And Fuck, that's extreme. <laughs> hit it, push it in with the hammer, like, I, like hit it with the hammer to break out. Oh. Well, you know, he's... he's <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He's, he's, you know... Pour the like, lime on top. Yeah, you, the best way to break it to a kid, I think, is you come into their room with a shovel. Yeah. And you're like, you want to dig a hole? Yeah. And then when they've done, dug the hole, you're like, <laughs> now put the dog in it. Yeah. Why, why would I put the dog in a hole? Guess. Yeah. I actually know someone who... No. Granted, no. he was a bit older. Granted, he was probably 14, 15. Fuck. Had to dig the hole. Fuck. <laughs> it's fucking... That's harsh. It's, but it's harsh. Okay. And if your dog dies, take it to the NRMA. RSPCA, fuck you. Take, yeah. yeah. take it to the NRMA. Yeah. <laughs> I got Get a dead service. Dog. <laughs> Is this insurable? Yeah. Um, take it to the RSPCA and they, I think they cremate them for a small fee. Uh, Do they? They just put a needle in it. No, but if it's already dead. Oh. I'm pretty know. sure you could, because you, yeah, because it's, I don't know. You, you don't want to bury that shit in your backyard. The last time, the last dog we had put down was my ex partner's dog. Yeah. He was a larger dog, so it wasn't like, like I wasn't getting a fucking backhoe in to like <laughs> dig a hole. Like it was, it would have been a yeah. large job. It was they they do I think for probably a small fee they cremate them and you do they do the same service for red-headed children? We don't talk of those. Okay, <laughs> they, they just don't come. We up. just put them in a cannon. And if my sisters fire listening, them into the sea, the red-headed kids go on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We're gonna get towards the end of this. So the second, the fifth one, we got. I mean, we got eight. Okay, it's actually eight finishes rounds off. Well, number five, check your ego. Yeah, there's a healthy dose uh, of ego that we all need. I'm referring to the state where one's ego-driven, manipulating everything to circle around them. Watch Married at First Sight, for examples. Yeah, it's narcissism, isn't it? Just that it's at best. its finest. Yeah. I don't think we need to check on that too much. We we sort of know. There's a Australia's got a, a weird culture, and, and and for international listeners, we we have this thing that we refer to as a tall poppy syndrome. And when people get syndrome, that is, sorry for not pronouncing my words correctly, when we get to a certain level in in society, if we're popular or actors or sports people, 
and we seem to get a little bit too full of ourselves, yeah. we have this remarkable thing to cut them back down to size. Yeah. And then how they respond is how we'd like them. So if they respond well and go, yeah, look, you know. We like, we like our celebrities to show that they're humble. Yeah, yeah. And, and, when, and, and we when just they don't, them. When they don't, oh, you're a cunt. And when you cut them down and they respond by who the fuck are you, it just becomes crazy. And if you have a look at any good sports people, you have a look at any good uh, celebrities or actors or people on television, radio, whatever, when they've been checked and they come back and respond successfully, everyone's happy. You become the hero. Yeah, it's sure. a good thing. All right, call people back. Now, this is interesting. No. No one does this anymore. We've become accustomed to texting or instant mes- messaging. And real voices bring us anxiety now. Why call when we can just text? Technology is training us to hide behind our phones instead of using them for what they're originally meant for. If someone actually picks up the phone and calls you, you should be calling them back unless your parents kidding. Um, <laughs> they want to talk to you, they not text you uh, or they would have just sent a text. Don't allow yeah. technology to create gaps and disconnect in our relationships. Technology should be a tool to connect better not a crowbar to separate us. Adults yeah. call people back. I should. De- I, I think I don't call people enough. I um. Yeah. I text. Like there's a time and a place. But the thing is, tech, the calling seems extreme for a lot of people. Like yeah. a lot of people that I'm regularly in communication with. If I see they're calling, I'm like, oh shit, something's up. Yes. Yes. Like I'm not going. Oh, he's just calling. See how it. Like it's calling to ask a question that urgently needs to be answered, or something's gone down. They need to. Like it seems like that level, but yeah. Like I think. Yeah, it should definitely call more people. It's a good dating trick. Is calling instead of texting. Yeah. I think you get better response. Get a get a a, a better result out of what they say. People can't sort of sit there and hide and wait and like, ah, you have to talk to me. Yeah. Well, you know going into this, you and I spoke on the phone basically every day. Yeah. And I think it plans, it's, it's, it, conversation's good. I love a chat. Same. What I find is people don't have the time. I find a lot of people, like, you call them and they're hesitant. They're like, oh, I've got to be a fucking phone call. And they're, like, they're, yeah, they're, they're really like, oh, yeah. I, lo- I love a chat. Yeah, but again, like- dealing with depression and anxiety at different stages and, 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 the, and one of the, the big campaigns out in Australia is Are You Okay? Yeah. Annie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well played. Uh, MJ gets in there. <laughs> um, so... That part is I, I have responded to that. I've got one friend in particular when I was really, really down and really low, he was able to pull me out of it. Yeah. Not because he came up with anything in particular. Quite possibly he was taking the piss and, and sticking it to me. But it was that just that timing and that place yeah. that went, oh, yeah. And it actually, and I don't think it's it's like someone giving you a cuddle or giving you a hug. Sometimes we just need that contact. People's voices yeah. seem to elicit like, like it's very easy now, and especially like if you're in a non-customer facing job to isolate the shit out of yourself and just not see people, not talk to people. Yeah, and it sort of perpetuates itself. Yeah, but then if you talk to someone. Like that's human contact that sort of brings you. Yeah, you go, oh fuck, yeah, nah, people, and and sort of feel a bit better for yourself. Like it's yeah. definitely that like lack of 
human contact will fuck you up. Even through texting, it's very, um, very distant. Yeah, I've I got a situation at the moment where I'm, I'm texting and, and conversing with someone who I really enjoy getting to like. Yeah. And I really want to talk and just have that banter because I know that there's a connection in yeah. banter. Yeah. And I, I don't know where, you know, what's the story. We're just friends. But we haven't had that and it's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to force myself down your throat. You should show up at their place of work. Yeah, no, that's a bit weird. <laughs> Do you know what, but see, that's the shit that I would do in my 20s if I was trying to court someone. Just show up at their work. Yeah, man. Not, not like... <laughs> unannounced. Yeah, no, no. no. You get in yeah, before yeah, they do. Unannounced, unannounced. Make friends with their boss. But it wasn't like I desk. was a stalker. Like, yeah. I, I would have romantic feelings for them and, and they knew when I was trying yeah. to date them and stuff. And I would turn up and go, hi, how you going? And, and yeah, I did do that. See, I wouldn't uh, do it now. That might have been different now because... Mobile phones, I think, are a big factor in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so communication's different. I'm still a big fan of the boombox on one shoulder and throwing rocks at their window. Say anything. That's what it is. John Cusack. Absolutely. Yeah. Say that, anything. I think that's the most romantic. Je- Two o'clock in the morning, they're asleep, <laughs> assault their house and play music. And you just launch. But modernise it. Not a bit of blue metal. Pull, pull, just pull, a huge pull big up. fucking rock. <laughs> just like fucking, you pull up, you pop your boot because you got the fucking sickest subs, bros. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you play? Um, Skrillex. No. I'm, I'm a step. Right now, Death I've metal. got a picture of you putting on ACDC and swinging your blazer around. That's what I've got you. Yeah. Stand on the roof of your car. With a bottle of rum in one hand. <laughs> Just, I don't know, what's a woman say? Jessica! <laughs> nice. I'm sick as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You make me feel fucking good. And then she opens a window, but I still throw a rock. Slam, yeah. right in the middle of the head. Bitch! <laughs> we're right in a movie here. I, you see, I, you see what I always love the idea that they know which window. Yes. Like okay, dad opens it and you're like, which window belongs to your daughter? See, I feel the reason. And he's like, I'm getting is. my gun. I, I, I feel the reason that they know which window is because they've been sitting in the tree across uh, the road for the past two weeks. I'm just a big horny bird. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was that? Little Nicky. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Calls uh, the house. Tell go what's away, Bill. Oh. I want to say John. Fucked if I know. I tell you what's funny about that guy. That Jewish actor. guy from Rat Race. <sighs> he and I share, share the same birthday. That's what always makes me laugh. He's the armchair critic, like yeah, uh, yeah, cartoon. I can't think of his name. I'm sure it's John. You sure? Yeah. But yeah, so and he's got that crazy voice. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's quite different. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's yeah. Call people back. I think we need to yeah, communicate. Absolutely, and and that's probably the bigger picture. There is communicate with people. Yeah, and um, yeah, just just communication, and especially his name's John Lovitz. John Lovitz, that's um, him. Yeah. In this day and age, to sort of yeah, communicate more with people. I often think I should call my mother more. Yeah, I never call my mother. Why? I don't know. I just never do. He told your mother to do the podcast. I've put it on Facebook. I've okay. never never had a conversation with her about it. Um. Do you think you should? Tell her about the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I, if it can't, as I said, I, I talk about it when it comes up naturally. But she never listens. She doesn't understand phones and apps. Like she, She'll like find she, a way. She genuinely, she'd be happy for me but have absolutely no ability to, find a to way. get it going. I'm telling, but but it I just genuinely, I should kids. call my mum more. Um, yeah. 
but she's done the parent thing of moving far away. And my father. So not just out of... They move far away and go, no one ever visits. It's like, well, well I used to live in your house and you always told me to get out of it. <laughs> you, you, t- you talk <laughs> you about win. far away. What is, is it? One and, and a half, one and a half hours? Yeah, but depends on... Two. It could be two, say, if you're on a Saturday morning travelling. So okay. out, out of Sydney. Yeah. They live out of Sydney, which I live in. Yeah. Um, and then... She works Monday to Friday. Does it make you sad that they've moved that far away? Two hours? No. Okay. I just. Oh, you know what I genuinely miss, and it's something about being an adult that sucks. Is I fucking hate how expensive it is now that I don't live for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I got a good run out of it. I got like twenty five years out of it, twenty four ish. Yeah. But I just, I totally miss paying like fifty dollars board, and then (laughs) nothing else. What do you think? What just, do you think they do with that fifty bucks? It doesn't go far, does it? I think my old, I used to just give it to my old man, yeah. and he fucking just had fifty more dollars. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it, there wasn't a plan for it. No, I, think- I just gave him fifty bucks, and now he's got fifty bucks more than he already had in his wallet. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. And look what he's done with it. He's I've even bought a house and put a pool in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> out of the, out of the, and you know what? Uh, up until I stopped, up until I was twenty and stopped working in fast food, it was thirty dollars. <laughs> it's 30 bucks a week and I'm sitting here going recently because I'm sort of like you know, trying to get a full-time job and I'm going to have to move in it. I'm thinking, reckon they'll let me move back in. Have you asked it? No. Why? They've, 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 <laughs> it's like the fucking worst thing a child can do no, is move why? back in and be like, ah, it was expensive out there. I'm just going to live in your nice new house. Huh. Um. They've, I mean, the office. Dad's told me, and Mum's told me, if you're ever fucked, if you if you're in a position yeah. where you like, we'd never let you go homeless. And my old man has got a garage. No, they use that. Oh, okay. They've got spare bedrooms. There you go. My old man has said, look, it it isn't like, it is if you wanted to. Yeah. We would not say no. Yeah. Um, I think he just wants a drinking buddy because <laughs> it's like, um, but it'd be a terrible thing to do to your parents, like move back in. I've had to do it. Yeah. And did, did you feel good about it? I fucking hate nah, it. Nah. See, see I mean, I'd, I'd get along with my parents. I wouldn't, but it just feels like the the atypical scum move. Like if they had a basement and I moved back in and lived in that, yeah. that would be the time. <laughs> it's like the fucking, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I just I, miss I think life. in this day and age. I just miss someone picking up the bill. Yeah. I think in this day and age, it's very common for it to happen. It's because of it's the less cost co- of living. The, 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 the cost of living means people don't live mm. out of home until they're like 30 and married. Like you look at, you know, I grew up in the suburbs yep. around where you did. Yep. And it, it was what? One house. The kids were there to the 18 to 20. And then they fucking moved out. I don't know. I got kicked out at 14. But you, you saw your friends do the same sort of things yeah. in that. And now, 16. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like. People just put extensions onto their houses. Yeah, absolutely. And there was what one, two cars if you had a bit more bank going. Yeah, or one yeah. was like a w- utility vehicle. I do. I grew up with a single mum and one car, like in and an old car. But even even when you like, say you had the perfect nuclear family, you had a daughter, a son, and the parents. There was like one car, and then maybe for the little bit where the son moved, like her daughter was eighteen, had their yeah. own car. Now there's like five or six cars yeah, in, a, yeah. in a driveway, and you can't yeah. drive through the streets, and people are parking a block away. Yeah, and people are putting extensions onto that. Like, no, it's so fucking hard to move out without moving so goddamn far that it, it, that people just stay at home. 
grandkids live there now, yeah. and it used to be like, oh, you're poor and you can't afford. Now it's just like, ah, just everyone move in. We'll just we'll just put another level on the house. It's cheaper than you actually trying to purchase. Yeah, one. it's crazy. You know, my uh, ex father-in-law, uh, Ray, good bloke, top bloke. Had he had his way, he would have had um, bought all the houses in the street. Yeah, and moved these daughters into the houses. That that had he had his way, that's what he wanted. Yeah, he just go. Would have Jimmy Barnes it? It was a as a cul-de-sac street, right? And he said, "I would have just bought each of the houses, and I would have bought you all a house each, and you could have all lived." And it was like, yeah, that's probably not what we want. But I like I understand. Fucking hate my neighbours. Who are they? Dad. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and, and I can understand. He, he he's a good man, actually. I, so it was just, but that was his theory. It was that it was what he wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I suppose with daughters, especially, you're probably more protect, protective than sons. Like sons are like, yeah, go away, go live in a boat in a fucking. Yeah. And room. I married the favourite too. Oh. Yeah. Of five, I married the favourite. Now the others can debate. Then you that left it, you bastard. Want. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't too pleased. No. Um, with her or you? With me. But he, he never said anything derogatory. He was, he was, he was a good man. Yeah. And even um, my ex's wife, she was, she was good about it. Your my ex's, ex's wife. My ex's, ex's mother. Mom. Okay. My ex-wife's mum. I was going to say was, you turned her? No, she, <laughs> she was quite um, – Hey, shit, shit doesn't work Catholic, out. They, look, they grew up in a Catholic family. Like it's, oh, okay. It's so a they whole just, different They mentality. held their emotions in. Yeah, but her and I they, have spoken they, since. She's a good lady. They prayed on it. Yeah, but that's what they they would have. And Marie would always always say, oh, I just want to be surrounded by children. And pretty much four of the five have produced <laughs> a, 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 a huge amount. Is she a fan of Michael Jackson? She actually, for uh, a Catholic, she's a bit of a radical. Ooh. As Beach, in... Beach Boys. So, for instance, like where the Catholic Church don't, Allow contraception. She yeah. thinks in this day and age, and remember, this woman's heading towards her eighties now, right? In this day and age, she says that's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, right? so she has her own mind. Absolutely, but she grew up in, in the Catholic, that's so she part, would and, be and devastated by not just Michael Jackson, the ongoings of the Catholic Church. Yeah, uh, George Pell. Yeah. I suppose that's another thing about being an adult. Think for your fucking self. Yeah, like yeah. don't let people's word be gospel. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah, and I, could, yeah. I could talk about Marie forever because she's a remarkable story yep. um, and a good lady and uh, and my son thinks that he's now the favourite, which is quite <laughs> ironic. But, um, yeah, it, it's... I think we all think we're the favourite. See, with my grandparents I was. So I, See, I we all think we're the But favorite. I didn't know at the time. When I got older, I had... When when you walked in and you got your feet rubbed and then like a cousin walked in and they hit him with a shoe. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing here? You know, it's uh, – no, they were good. All right. So we're going to wind up shortly with two more. Two more. So we've got number seven is take care of your own stuff. Yeah. Children make their own problems, make their problems other people's problems. They don't have the self-awareness or the, cap- the capacity to hold space for others. They vomit and we allow it because they're children. But adults do do have the capacity, even though they adults are many choose vomit. not next to. No, no. But what they're saying is, adults have the capacity, even though many choose not to exercise it. I'm going to tell you, not from being a pissed dickhead or being vomit, but my ex-wife who hates me <laughs> emphatically. But I've been sick, and she didn't even think twice about cleaning it up. 
it, it was that was the bond I, I I miss in a relationship. That you know you, you should look after yourself and clean yourself up. But I've had partners. If look, if you're so sick, yeah. But she felt to. guilty actually because and then the, the, I'll give you the short version. I'd done my back in and I was having to sleep on the floor, and we weren't living together. She'd come over and she made me. Uh, she made a lasagna and she made a pasta bake, oh, right, nice. with cream and potatoes and onions. It was fucking sensational. Oh, fucking making me hungry. When I went to go for it the next day, I couldn't find it in the fridge. So I rang her. She goes, oh, it's in the oven. Didn't you put it in the fridge? I went, no, no, no. Oh, it's in the oven. I'll just heat it up. So I took it, heat it up. That was cream. It had been out overnight. Oh, went to bad town. On top of having a bad back, I go into this convulsing that and shitting myself. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the toilet. Both ends. And I'm vomiting into the bath while I'm shitting myself. Yep. With a bad back. And I, ah! How he's just uh, – that sounds fucking horrible and I can imagine – like I've had a bad back and sneezed and it, it, oh. it's fucking horrid. But just on a, an architectural note. Yes. Next to your bathroom, either have a basin or a – Bathtub. So you should, this, if you're if you if you're ever in a position where you're designing your home, yeah, have a second liquid receptacle yeah. next to your bathroom because yeah. it's gonna save you yeah. when you crook. So the advantage of this was it was a 1926 built bungalow. It's a beautiful old cottage, and the toilet was behind the door. Like so, if you ever walked in the bathroom with someone in there, you'd literally slam the their, the, the <laughs> door into their bash head. it into them. Yeah. Nice. And then the bath was like a huge, big cast iron type bath, yeah, all covered in. So and it was massive. Yeah. But um, it was not a pleasant experience. So, but I was in all sorts of pain, and I'm lying on the floor afterwards, and and she just didn't think twice. So just went for it. Yeah, yeah that's mad. If you would. If I saw someone laying on the floor covered in vomit, I'd probably leave the room. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I can't deal with bodily fluids, man. Like some parents don't have gag re- like changing a kid's nappy oh, no, and that. No, I do. I would throw up on the child no. and then ask the parent to both clean their shit and my spew off the child. Like, I can't do it, man. I'd picking up dog shit and I'm like, <clears throat> like it just, I don't have that. So I've told you my story about my ex that, Weed on me. Yes. Right. Yep. And I told you my ex-wife who had morning sickness every day. Yeah. Good and a good sport, right? I have a scenario where I came home from work one day and my son was a baby and she was pregnant with the next one. So she was always on the edge of being crook. Yep. And anyway, I come home and I, and and Kel was there and I'm throwing him around. And I've probably told him this so many throwing times. Throwing him around? Yeah, just holding him up and just throwing along. him. Go long. And I hold him Play, up and... Playing with him. Like, yeah, yeah not. Yeah. I was, I was fucking get out of the way and yeah. footy pass him. Not Michael Jackson, he may be balcony. <laughs> just drop kick him. How far will he go? But I was um, throwing him around and Trisha said to me, just just go easy. Just, you know, he, he said something to me. I go, yeah, nah, he's right. And he's laughing, right? And I held him up and right. Babies don't care when they're going to spew. They'll just continue on. Directly into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm holding him up above me going, 
going. No. Yeah. And no. it went directly I would in leave. my mouth. I would have never spoken to my son again. So, I would Al would have put him out with a trash. So <laughs> come on. No. On watching that, no. Trisha's turned Maybe. a foot and gone. <laughs> she's got I'm off. And I'm like, <laughs> I've literally launched everything that was in my mouth out onto the floor, right? I'm holding him up. He's got milk dripping off his mouth and he's laughing his ass off. He thinks this is the funny thing's ever happened. Trisha's in the bathroom choking. I'm going, get this fucking kid off me. Get this fucking kid. Get this no. Go. Yeah. No. My son vomited mm. in my mouth. <coughs> I, I'm, I, uh, you know, no, I don't, I don't want know children. I don't know into the vomit story. I don't want children and now I extra don't want children. And you know what? I didn't love him any less. Yeah, and that's a good parent. I loved her less. No. No, You're holding him and you look at you did this by feeding him. I and I can the greatest thing is I don't remember the taste. I don't remember any of it. I just remember You don't like milk though, do you? No. That's the word. (laughs) Fucking and it's baby formula. What is baby formula? Like genuinely, is it like milk powder and then just added nutrient, like ground up cattle? And it's got to the stage where it, it is that good. Like it's quality wise. For I know children. that um, a lot of those baby foods actually get used by bodybuilders because they're high nutrient. Oh, really? Yeah, baby food. They love it. It's it's a good nutrient source for for protein and all. That's what it mainly is. That bodybuilders are known to. I don't know about baby formula. Fucking winos. But baby foods and that. Yeah. Bodybuilders. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's not crazy? What's that? Vomiting. <sighs> that's seriously. That's that's an honest, true story. I can hardly deal I with my own. That I, can, I can only hardly deal with my own vomiting. I don't remember last. Oh no, fuck! I do. I actually, do. I drank Contra. No, mine was a bug in my guts, and it literally. I, yeah, I thought I was going to die. I haven't sick vomited. You know, I you know I, I haven't been that I'm fluey. I haven't had a stomach bug in like ten years. Fuck. Like I've not. Thrown up from being sick in fucking. You haven't eaten my dinner tonight yet. Longer than I can remember. Maybe not ten years, but a good eight. Like yeah. It's, like I can pretty much confidently say that in the last five years, all the th- all the throwing up I've done is from alcohol. Yeah. Either either in the morning after or before I go to bed. Do you know? I I mean I really haven't drunk. Alcohol in a big way for not, at least nine years, so yeah. it sort of doesn't count. But let me tell you, the last experience when I was that pissed and I vomited, it came out my nose, and that is just something you just the, the don't. acid reflux in your in your nostrils, sort of. <sighs> yeah. It burns, man. It does. It fucking it's, burns. It's a lot of its stomach acid. But I, I I don't I don't I do remember on Norfolk <sighs> Island. Throwing my heart up outside the pub and then going back and drinking more because I could. I was on a Bucks party at Norfolk on. That We've was sensational. That. We've all had the the tactical spear. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it gets, gives you more room. My theory gives you more room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. not, I don't feel gassy anymore. Oh, I feel like oh, a bit <laughs> empty. Might have a beer. You know. Was, yeah. 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 We've all done that. All right. Number eight. This is the the what what, what was it. The heading of it. It was ways to be an adult. Ways to be an adult. Number eight. Is this the final? Ways. Final. We'll end on this. It's going to end on this one. On this one. No, better be a good one then. Be grateful. Yeah. 
Yep, yep. A hundred percent. And especially when you talk about this thing in Australia, I think a lot of Australians are entitled. Yeah. They just think by, oh, I've worked for 30 years and I grew up, like all these, it doesn't grant you anything. Yeah. And my parents, thanks. Yeah. So many people, it's so common that they think just by doing what you should have done, you were owed something. Yeah. And it completely lack of any form of being grateful for anything you have or, or recognizing what you have just by the fact that you can have a job and have a house and, and maybe go on a holiday and that, that, that you have more than what most people on the fucking planet have. Yeah. And so you treat people right by knowing that, but people just think it, that they deserve it. Yeah. And then when they see people with less and they go, oh, look at the scumbags. And it's like, well, no, they're people that haven't had the same opportunity. Yeah. And that's a big difference. Be grateful. Absolutely be grateful. And the explanation is, and I'll give you a couple of thoughts. Uh, children just want more and more and more. Adults want different things. Well, some adults want more and more and more, but then they're not adults. Because it's all you want, there is no room to practice gratitude. And the adults practice gratitude. Be grateful for everything you had, including all the chapters of your life you want to rip out. All your expired relationships, all your challenges, struggles and the turbulence you face, all of that will get you through like you just got through it before. Be grateful for all the lessons you've learned and how you've transfer- transformed into a better version of yourself. Be grateful for all, the re- all of the relationships, even if they have been challenging sometimes. Be grateful that you have choices. Be grateful that you can choose to be an adult. I, that's so true. When you talk about... Um, looking back on your life, uh, Eric Erickson, who was a, a psychologist, and I can't believe his parents named him that. <laughs> and he talks. He it wasn't actually, an, adult, an adult decision there. No, and he's got some very good stages. He's, he's uh, he expands on Freud's theories, and his is psychosocial, and he talks about our social development as well as our uh, regular development that comes through hereditary, and the, the final stage and I couldn't tell you what it's called but it's basically 65 plus and it's when we recognise what's taken place in our life and we go down two paths. We either are grateful and we look back and celebrate and go, man I've actually left a legacy Yeah, I've been, I've had a good life but on the other side of that we have people that look back and regret and they don't appreciate the small things now unfortunately um, for my father, who's in his 70s, he's at that stage. Yeah. He's not satisfied. He's not happy. He's not – but he looks back with regret. Well, and, and that's – and, you know, you could decide how you look back on things, but I think it's making the decisions now that will ultimately affect how you get to look back on it. Yeah. And that's a good way to look at life. Like what you do now, you will eventually remember. Yeah. And eventually – you know, even what you did yesterday, today, are you happy with it? Like that sort of realizing that you're you have to live with who you are, unless yeah. you, unless your life's terrible, then you get dementia, and it's like, well, fucking game over anyway. Yeah, I know. I got the example of at the part I work at where there's a bloke who comes in, and he probably he's 110. He always walks. He's always sour looking. He's always holding his stomach like it hurts. Sits by himself, drinks maybe six or seven beers throughout the day, and he's pissed by the end of it. Probably because yeah. he's on medication of some kind. But if you ask him how his day was, he'll always have the same answer. Terrible. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's crap. Oh, shit day. Oh, why? Oh, it just was. Yeah. 
where he's just unhappy. Do you find that frustrating? I don't talk to him. Yeah. Okay. He, and he sit there and try and talk to you and just spread his misery. And it's like, nah, dude, spread your misery margarine elsewhere, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> like, is. like, but and, and there's someone, I don't know what happened in your life. Yeah. I don't know if your wife's died, if you're holding your stomach, like you've just needed to poo for six years, if you've got stomach problems, if you're just a shitty alcoholic person. Yeah. Or if you've just led your life crap. But, like, fix it, man. I mean, you're old. There's probably not great things you could do. Isn't we white tracksuit pants? No. Thank fuck. But, but he's been on his stomach for a while. Like, when it comes out, it, he's going to take him with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he's obviously not happy. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything. He sits here and drinks. It's hard. It, well, and yeah. But you can, you can at least go, you know what? Maybe I didn't live the best life. But maybe I can make... Fucking spend an hour of your day doing something for someone else and you'll feel better. Yeah. Get out there and go, I mean, a lot of older people like get get involved with your local church. Yeah. Go if you have a skill that you could teach someone, if you can fucking Did you just say church? Well, a lot of older people go to okay. church and, and get involved with church and that's a way they're gonna make themselves feel happy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I just I don't I don't agree with church. Those places, that's all. I, I don't I don't really agree with church, but for for a lot of people it's yeah. an outreach for the community. Like you can do something. There's clubs like and I've had this argument with my father, right? That's it. Um one of the places I lived at, I had a guy across the road from me, yeah. across the hallway. And uh he was used to go dancing, right? Yeah. On a, he was probably in his sixties at the time. I was, I was um, newly separated. Yeah, and uh, he used to go dancing. And he goes, "Oh, you probably think I'm a silly old man going dancing." I'm like, "Why would I think that?" And he goes, "I love it. I have a great time." And do you know how many women I meet? And I'm like, "Straight up, man, you're fucking there." His brother came down from living up the central coast, and he moved yeah. to Sydney with him, and he was. Like they were tight, but he was the exact opposite. And the one lesson I learned from him was um, he he was telling me about a guy that he knew in the concrete industry was a multimillionaire, and then the next day he was dead. And he said he he just worked himself into the ground and yeah. never never celebrated, yeah. never had the good times. And he said to me, "Mate, you can't take it with you. There's no roof racks on hearses." Absolutely, man. And I went, Straight "Isn't up. that the truth?" So I agree with you 100%. Be grateful. I've got a colleague that I work with that I walk up to him and go, just a conversation, normal thing. G'day, mate, how are you? And his automatic response is, up the shit, how's yourself, right? And I would, I got so combative with him about it and went, fucking stop saying that. Like you're saying that automatically. You're going to say that not just to me. You're going to say that to everyone. Stop living with the assumption. Like like a lot of the time you could have the same day twice, right? Yeah. And and some days go, this today was good. Yeah. Because it's things in your head that you decide. You just yeah. Like you decide. It's like the same concept of sleep. If you have a shit sleep but convince yourself you slept well, yeah. you feel like you've slept well. Yeah. If you walk around with these automatic sort of responses, how are you after shit? Ah, yeah. 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 Just immediate misery. And and even the way you look at things, you look at someone, just a random person on the street and and they're pregnant and you're oh, probably single fucking like just those immediate you have absolutely no idea, but you create a miserable world yeah, through your eyes. If you world. can catch those things and catch yourself doing it and then change it, yeah, or and just question it, you'll be so much more happier. Yeah. And you'll be grateful. And 
And, then, that, and the, the wash up is we all want to be happy, don't we? That's it. Nobody wants to be fucking miserable. I think a lot of people don't know how to be happy, but yeah. don't know how to change that. Yeah. And because you're unhappy and you're miserable, you go, fuck it. Well, that's just the way it is. Whereas if you don't know how to be happy, there's go read fucking one of the trillion books. Like, um, I can never remember his name. Giant guy. Um, life coach. Motivational speaker. Oh, Anthony Robbins. Go go fucking read and listen to Anthony Robbins. Yeah. And you can change your life. And there's more than just there's other motivational speakers. Neil Strauss. Neil Strauss. Neil Strauss, um, actually, if you follow him on his website, and I, and I, I just presume it's neilstrauss.co, I, I can't remember. Yeah. He, I subscribe to him and he sends emails regularly. And sometimes you just get it at the right time and you go – and he's a realist, right? Yeah. And I'm a big fan of his work. So if you ever want to read a book, find anything by Neil Strauss. Yeah. But he is a realist and he just gives you that little bit of drop of information where you go, fuck yeah, that made my day. Just – yeah, and that's it. And those small things will – they have a ripple effect. Yeah. I, um, I was trying to find something on Twitter – Joey Coco Diaz. Yes. Follow me on Twitter. He just puts shit out there telling you to grab life by the balls. Man. Yeah. And, and, and it, look, so this, this was yesterday. It's Monday. The world don't know you dick. Get out there and claim your motherfucking prize. Yeah. Shit yeah. like that in your yeah. life. That just pops up on your phone. Yeah. Changes. You're like, fuck it. Today I'm going to do that. Today I'm going to claim my fucking prize. Today yeah. it's my day. And you change things and it's a gradual effect. Yeah. But overall, your life just fucking doesn't suck as much. Yeah, day to time, man. It's just a Absolutely. day at a time. I've had, a, I've had situations where I'm feeling miserable and I'm feeling low and I go and look at the scenario and I go, you just haven't had enough sleep, mate. Like, yeah. don't, don't fight the world. The world's not fighting you. You just haven't had enough sleep. Make up for it tonight. And I bet you that tomorrow's a new world. And that, as simple as it is, doesn't need to get complicated. You know what? Even just smiling. Yeah. If you smile, it's harder to be sad. Yeah. And someone say, you know, someone coming up to you, they're going to say something and you're in a shit mood and you think, what's this dickhead want? Smile when you see them and the way you talk to them and then the way that conversation goes will be completely different if you just stay, just smile and they'll be happy that you're happy and they'll be nice and you'll be nice. Yeah. And then it was a pleasant exchange and you go, ah, I had a nice chat with that person. Yeah. That's, that's one positive thing in this day that seems to suck. If I can have one, I can have two. If I can have two, I can have ten. Ten good things happen to you in a day. Fuck, that's a good day. Yeah. Do you think today we've learned that we've become adults? I like, I like the response that I got from someone who asked me where I grew up. And I said, you know, where I grew up. I said, what about you? Where'd you grow up? And he said, I haven't. Nice. Nice. So, I think there's an Anthony Robbins story, and I don't know if I've told you this before. Um, and it, and it's directly from Anthony Robbins, so I'm quoting him directly. But one of his conferences, when people pay thousands of dollars to go to, right? Yeah, and it's on his private island. Off. No wonder he's so fucking happy. Yeah, <laughs> like life's good for that dude. But let me tell you, he was married to a woman who had kids already. He took the kids on as his own. He, yeah, and their marriage is over, right? He never came out in shit candor. He just went, I've got to get on with life. And, yep. you know, everyone, there's money included, so everyone's doing all right. But Anthony Robbins tells his story when at one of his these seminars, he's talking to the guy and he said, what, what do you need to be successful? 
and pointed out to this guy and he said, well, I need to make X amount of money each day for my business. You know, I, I, I don't know the figures. I need to have run four miles. I need to have ticked off with all my executives that we know exactly where we're going and I need to be home by a certain time and that's how I know I'm successful. Anthony Robbins, well, fair enough, that's, that's your measure. He said, I looked around the room and I found this guy who was like bouncing off the walls. And I said, what's your measure? What do you need to feel successful? And he goes, every day above ground is a good day. That's it. Every day is alive. Yeah, man. Just uh, uh, That's it. You set the bar too high and you'll become a failure, but you start that bar low and work your way up and every day gets a bit better and you yeah. can, everything's gradual, man. Yeah. And then we live in a world where everyone wants instant, instant gratification. Instant everything. Yeah. Every fucking, even your coffee. And... <laughs> Fuck instant coffee, and it create you know, and it's good if you can you know. So instead of going, well, I'm going to fix my life. People just do things that are instant. When you talk about Facebook, Twitter, yeah. getting likes, getting all that shit, doing drugs, um, yeah. But if, if likes you, aren't currency, that's it. You can't pay can't pay a, can't phone, pay bill a phone bill with them. But if you learn to do things gradually, yeah, and and pick something small, but gradually make it better, yeah then you'll learn and, and have that to rely. So when you come to something else you need to change, you've got that experience of, well, I did this other thing gradually. Yeah. And now it's good. So I've got a reference point. Now you do something a bit better gradually, you know. And then all of a sudden you understand the momentum that it takes to do things and what, what it means and then you don't have to rely on instant gratification. Yeah, yeah. So. Make your place, world a better place. Do you know what I think yeah. you should learn from this? You need to ring your mum. I probably do. Yeah, I think so. Might give her a call. Yeah, tomorrow. See how she's going. Yeah, that'll make her day, dude. Isn't that the greatest thing you can do? Make someone else's day. I think yeah. that's awesome. Sure. Tell her listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I will. Yeah. I'll call her and be like, "Mum, listen to the podcast." She'll be like, "How are you?" It's like I fucking <laughs> said what I needed to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, what do you keep going on for? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't call you. No, my mum's a great woman. All right, we're going to wrap this up now. Yeah. And um, we're going to be back in a couple of days uh, with an interesting discussion about uh, a certain questionnaire. And Neil's going to answer some questions for me. And hopefully it's after he rings his mum, but we'll wait and see. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to close it out. Ciao for now. Anyone, shout-outs, anything for you? Shout-out to all the adults. Yeah. The uh, adults if you are there. an adult, please tell us how and why. Yeah. In a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah. And, and and while it doesn't sound like we keep saying it, but it actually makes a difference to the podcast um, where it gets placed. Don't you want us to be happy? Yeah. Make us happy. <laughs> uh, and you can get us at the regular places. Guerrilla Radio Australia on Twitter uh, and email, of course, at gmail.com. And, send, a, um, send a letter. Yeah, just send us something. Tell us a, a shit story or a vomit story. We don't mind. We do like bodily fluids. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to close out with this little ditty. Bye. I hope you got fat. I hope you got really fat. Because if you got really, really fat, you just might want. See me come back I hope You got Fat Help me out Hey I don't care 
See me come back, I hope you got 